Russell Douglas for the touchdown. Rodgers comes back to the other side towards Lazard, who's got it. Down in bounds. Touchdown, Packers. Join the conversation on the Boda Box Wine Line. 855-616-1620. Now joined by Homer and Green and Gold Hall of Famer Mark Tauscher, here's Gabe Neitzel. Sadly, this is going to be the season finale edition of Green Bay Game Day postgame. I'm Gabe Neitzel along with Steve the Homer True. <sighs> Packers fall 20-16 to the Detroit Lions. They will not, I repeat, will not be going to the postseason. But before we get into more of that, and before we get to you on the Boda Box Wine Line, 855-616-1620, and I'm sure there are going to be plenty of you on that Boda Box Wine Line, we begin as we always do here on Green Bay Game Day postgame, and that is with the opening statement of our Packers Hall of Famer, Mark Tauscher. Tausch? Oh. Um, first off, uh, give, I give Detroit a ton of credit. Um, I thought that because Seattle eliminated them, I took for granted the, I guess, vitriol that they have for the Packers and the the mustness that they wanted to get to nine wins. But this is a Packer thing. Uh, I'm shocked, but I shouldn't be. Um, I let my judgment be clouded by the fact this defense was much better the last six weeks. The fact that we beat Minnesota and we've beaten some bad teams and got every break and had a home game against the Detroit Lions to do it. I let my judgment be clouded by what I saw the rem- the other part of the season by this hope. And hope is not a strategy. This was a flawed football team. I kept saying, well, the rest of the NFC is flawed. That is true as well. But this team is very flawed, and they don't have the difference makers to overcome mistakes. And tonight, when the defense wasn't able to get turnovers, they weren't able to beat a team that was better than them tonight. And for that, I apologize. I was wrong. Um, I tweeted out in the first of January after that win against Miami that this team could make hay if they got to the playoffs. I was wrong about that, and I was wrong that this team was a playoff team. Um, this was a this is as devastating of a loss from a fan standpoint, and maybe I shouldn't be devastated because maybe this team has proven in that eight game stretch when they were one and seven that that's who this team is, and we shouldn't have gotten our hopes up. Shame on me for doing that. That is my opening statement. Yeah, I'm more mad at myself for buying in. Yeah, I am too. Because, I mean, this team over the course, and we talked about it earlier in the season, even when they were winning those games against Bailey Zappi and the New England Patriots and barely pulling off games in overtime like that one, oh, this team needs to improve. This team needs to get better. This team needs to be this. And then they get hot for four games. But the team that was there tonight was not the team that showed up over the course of the last four games. It was the one that was there for the 12 games before that. So I guess I'm more disappointed in myself for buying in because – they did things that bad football teams do tonight. They turned the ball over. They had dumb penalties at inopportune times. And Quay Walker had, for the second time this season, an inexplicably dumb penalty that I cannot even begin to explain. 
And that's yeah, what bad. It, that's you know what you know what who does that? Bad football teams. Bad football teams do that. And that's what the Packers were for the majority of the season. They were a bad football team, and that was the team that showed up tonight. Yeah, it was. And again, um, I'm I'm kind of I'm saddened, but I shouldn't be. I'm, I'm disappointed. And you're right. I think from a fan standpoint, we had it right the vast majority of the season. This. This little run at the end of the season was was fool's gold. Um, the run at the end of this season, we we allowed ourselves to think things had changed, and the only thing that really changed was the teams we were playing played really bad football that day. Green Bay deserved credit for doing for you know accepting that, but when teams didn't turn the ball over. Even with Christian Watson uh, emerging as a down-the-field threat and an explosive player, this offense just can't consistently do anything. No, they don't have Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. You guys haven't brought up the biggest thing. Aaron Rodgers, they might as well have played Jordan Love this year. Aaron Rodgers is is gone. Gone. That's the number one point of this game. Yeah, let me say this. Yes. Um, I think part of the reason that I've always been – so optimistic and always held out hope, even when it was four and eight, even if it was dying hope at that point, and then it reemerged, is because Aaron Rodgers is our quarterback. Uh, Aaron Rodgers at this point, no three hundred yard games. Tonight we needed him to deliver the goods, and it didn't happen. I mean, he we threw two interceptions, but be... there were a lot of drops there tonight, too, by the way. I, I, like, yeah, I no, put, it, like, that pass to Romeo but, Dobbs, like, it has to be caught. Has to be. Has to be, has to be, has yeah, to it be. it wasn't, though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and, but it wasn't. That's what bad and... football teams do no, with bad weapons. No, that was bad was the two interceptions to Joseph that, that, that you can't comprehend. Those are – Aaron Rodgers is bad. There's nothing – there he's, was no benefit he's not to bad. having Aaron Rodgers. Homer, whoa, 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 whoa. Yes. Homer, he's not bad. He's not four-time MVP. He's Aaron nothing. Rodgers. What of what game uh, did you have for Aaron Rodgers in the game tonight? He should have had uh, two interceptions, was, two terrible interceptions. Yeah, he had one. Well, he had yeah, another one. He, was he just average. got lucky. Homer. No, that's Homer. not average. He was average. That's worse than average. Seventeen of twenty-seven with a pick and a tutter. Right. An eighty-three rating. Right. That is the epitome of average. No, because the game that's is what on the quarterbacks line do. in the playoffs. No, the point in which you do things. Is also important. What was his performance Homer. with the game on the line? He not great. Uh, no, it was, it was horrible. He was not good. Horrible. He. he but he also average. What do you guys? Did you watch uh, that pass? Have you seen him throw passes yeah. like that in his? But career? when they needed him to respond, he was there. I mean, but they, the, the Lions uh, go down. They score a touchdown. The first time he wasn't yeah, the, the second. Yeah, time. the first time when they needed him after they went down, and you're going, oh boy, they need to respond. Guess who was there? Guess who dropped a dive to Christian Watson? Yes. Right. And then threw a touchdown pass. Right. Like, so don't try. I, I don't no, that's hear. What, that's what bad quarterbacks do. They get you and he's a tease. Okay, from that point on, what did he do? He threw an interception bad- that they got back and he couldn't get the team down. And then he has another possession with the season on the line. And he has more weapons than he had. Christian Watson, clearly a weapon. And he was horrible. He was he was uh, Kyle Orton. He was whatever terrible quarterback. He was, uh, who was the quarterback for the Rams? Today. Baker Mayfield. He did the same thing. He's Baker Mayfield. So you don't want him back? 
I have to give serious consideration. But that doesn't change no. what he did today. Do you what he want did today was horrible. No, yeah, I mean, you, you just Do you, you, want you started back? your opening statement, Homer, right. was yeah, that Aaron Rodgers is gone. Aaron, no, it's not. He's not Aaron Rodgers. He's Freddie Rodgers. He's Bill Rodgers, whatever. That quality of Aaron Rodgers. Yes, I have to give serious consideration as to whether or not no, I no, want no, Aaron no, no, Rodgers. No. That's not how you do things, Homer. What do you mean? That's not how you do things. That's not how you do things. You respond. I want Aaron Rodgers back. I am. I and you know what? I don't know where everybody else's camp is. I still believe in Aaron Rodgers even after tonight. And if that is me just being a former teammate and somebody that's seen him do it, I am going to get swamped. Put that up on the poll, Gabe, if you can. Now, you're a poll guy. Uh, Homer, why will you not just go and say you don't want him back? Because I'm, I'm getting texts. And because they have a problem bigger than Aaron Rodgers, more important than what they do with Aaron Rodgers to fire Joe Barry, along with it, I'm willing to consider. No, 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 no. Giving, this wasn't Joe Barry's Rogers. game. Oh, come on! This wasn't oh, wait Joe a Barry's How game. How sloppy! The the when they get stupid, who's responsible for the stupidity of Joe Barry for yes, the discipline of the on, team? Yes. No. Yes. That's on the no. head coach. That's a Matt Lafleur deal. Yep. Discipline the discipline of the team is Matt Lafleur. Stop. Stop jumping and get – everybody wants to crush Joe Barry. Yes, I want Matt to crush LaFleur Joe Barry. Matt is the yes. head coach of this football team. Right. He has – he wanted to punt, uh, and Mason Crosby ended up just, oh, go kick it, and he missed the field goal. So you, you saw it on the side, and he said, punt? Yep. Matt LaFleur, I gave him credit because he kept his team together, and he deserves that credit at 4-8. But this team has been sloppy. They've been undisciplined. And tonight it reared its ugly head when the money was on the table. It's happened in the postseason. Now, you can blame Aaron Rodgers, and he deserves a ton of blame. But to blame Joe Barry? Yeah. Uh, come on. What, what did mean? Detroit You've have on co- offense today? You didn't have had coordinators where the discipline, in, uh, in terms of you don't think they're responsible for the standard they set for their defense? They are to a certain extent, but the head coach is in charge of that. That's his job. Why are you? Why are you giving a pass to Lafleur and going to crush Joe Barry? I'm not. No, you are. Why well, the pat? The, the Gabe, biggest mistake. Gabe, was that him giving a pass to Joe Barry uh, to well, Matt Lafleur? He was blaming Joe Barry for Quay Walker being an idiot. Yes. Yeah, no. And, and and Rasul Douglas. Well, that's yeah. the special teams coach. That's Bisaccia's fault. Then that's it's correct. on yes. Matt Lafleur. And stop coddling him, Homer. You've coddled him. No, I haven't. Who it's did I Matt blame LaFleur's for hiring job. Joe Barry? You want, to fire, you want to fire LaFleur for hiring Joe Barry? I don't. Well, okay. I don't want to fire Matt LaFleur. Do you want to fire I don't Joe think, Barry? I think Joe Barry has turned this defense around. Uh, the defense played fine do, today. Do you want to fire Joe this Barry? This wasn't a defensive loss. Defense wasn't an issue this was a. No, this is Aaron Rodgers. This Rogers. was Aaron yep. Rodgers and the offense being inept when they needed to. Not scoring in the red zone. Being 32nd in the red zone and scoring tutters. That's why you lost this game tonight. It's not Joe Barry. I'm so sick of everybody blaming defensive coordinators. Like, get over it. It's over. That's not what this was. This has been a quarterback you, you that didn't, didn't deliver the goods. You brought up Aaron Rodgers when you discussed the I game. I just said it. Well, no, your opening I statement. I just said it. Your opening statement said nothing about Aaron Rodgers. You didn't the, mention oh, because his Homer, name. Because Homer. Because why? Homer. The opening. Homer. Yes. The opening statement is about my feeling. I know. Should what I started felt. with Rodgers. No, because okay. I was fooled. I'm. It's a okay. fool's gold operation. I'm upset. I'm bummed that my favorite team had worked its way and got every break in the books, including scheduling, 
and we still couldn't get it done. And I said Aaron Rodgers didn't get it done. But it's also on Matt LaFleur. And for everybody that's out there that's like you, if fire Dom Capers, fire this guy, fire Joe Barry. Let's start looking at, it, at everything. Yeah. This isn't a Joe Barry thing. And it, it's very possible that Joe Barry does get fired, but I'm with you, Tausch. Like, everything needs to be evaluated right now. Like, everything needs to be looked at yeah. when it comes to this team. Because this is the NFL in 2022, 2023. you got to score more, more than 16 points in a must-win game. And it was the same. we were having the same conversation last year. In a playoff game at home, you got to score more than 10 points or whatever it was in order to win a game. Right? You just do. You have to. The offense has every advantage in the NFL. You can't go up there and put up 291 yards of total offense. Can't do it. Especially with a guy you're paying $50 million. Well, you won't even listen. What? You're sitting here critiquing him, and that's fine. But you're not even ready to say, I, you, do you want him back? That's the question of the night. And yeah. I do. And if I, I think get, most, if I you know, I think most fans him, don't. And it doesn't affect that. They'd have to do it after June 1st, right? I mean, that's the reality. They can't do anything before June 1st. So maybe, maybe, it, like the, the, the big guarantee balloon payment that it's, it is reportedly a part of this deal, there's like no actual date to it. Nobody knows what it actually is. It's a very complicated contract. But for all intents and purposes, it seems like post-June 1st. Yes. So whatever you Are would get really, for him, whatever you, you really would get for him. Gabe, you really think this is going to happen? You no. think Aaron Rodgers nope. is going to? Nope. No. Nope. I think either he retires, which I don't think he's doing, or he's playing for the Green Bay Packers. I think he plays for the Green Bay Packers, and I'm with you, Tausch. I want him back. Want him back. Me too. 855-616-1620. We I'm get to your sure. reaction. Like For the first time ever, Homer's unsure about something. Yeah. Like I, I don't know what to do with this. Like Tausch, I don't. I mean, I think you've known Homer longer than I have. I worked with him for six and a half years. Like this is the first time he's been like lukewarm on every on anything. I don't even know what to do with this. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, it. I think there's just so much frustration, and so much. Um, I don't know if people are. Maybe it was just a smaller amount of Packer fans that believed. I think a lot of fans believed and hoped that the corner was turned. So, but no, I believe they were going to win. It but was. I never believed the corner. Well, was so turned. my problem was is that, and and we had this conversation, and, and me and Homer got on Utah a couple of weeks ago after the Dolphins game on Christmas because that felt just like a fortunate win. We found out afterwards that Tua was playing with a concussion in the second half, and it's not like they were going out there creating those turnovers. They're more or less gifts. Last week to me, last week just kind of set a different tone. The way the defense was flying around, making plays, things were happening, and there was just a different energy about that team, and that's when I bought in, was after the the, the decimation that was the game last week against Minnesota. And unfortunately, the team that showed up for the majority of the game against the Chicago Bears, the first three quarters that started this winning streak, the team that pretty much showed up against the Detroit Lions the first time around, that was the team we got tonight, not the team... That was making all those plays last week against the Vikings. And why? Why? Don't know. Why did this happen? We just saw our best performance last week against a playoff team. Detroit's not even going to the playoffs. Minnesota is a better football team than Detroit. And why did it happen tonight? Is it it because this team 
couldn't play as loose and as free as it had? Maybe. Is that why? No, Maybe Detroit's because... a much tougher team than Minnesota. And Packers don't like Yeah, tough I agree teams. with that. It's more physical. Yeah, I'll yeah. agree with that. Mm-hmm. 855-616-1620. Let's get out to that Box wide line. We begin with Max and Whitefish Bay. Max, you're on Green Bay Game Day post game with Homer Gabe and the Packers Hall of Famer Tausch. Hey, guys. Tough, tough loss. Um, you know, really bad day with, uh, you know, just everything going on. But all I got to say is bear down. Bears are going to, you know, run this division for a decade. You know, go Bears. <laughs> oh, Have a good God. night. <laughs> yeah, can we? Okay. Hold well, on. Now, anybody would be an expert on losing. It would be anybody a Bears fan. So you got to. Well, let me ask you this. Uh, this is crazy, but where where would you would you rather be the Bears or the Packers right now at the first overall pick? Or what are we drafting? 18th? Where are we drafting? Because we're out in the playoffs. Nope. We're right on the doorstep. If yep. you're not going to. Uh, I mean, I don't want to be the Bears. I'll, I'll, I'll say that. I, I can't believe I even have to say that. But as we're sitting here right now, you have a quarterback that somebody that has loved Aaron Rodgers as much as Homer has, he can't even stay. He can't even say out loud right now he wants him back. And That's I think right. there's a lot of fans that feel the same way as he does. Like Homer's closer to saying he doesn't want him back. Pay him he said if I could get million. something. You just said if I could get something decent, right? Well, and the problem is I'm not sold on Jordan Love, so I've got to figure out who who is the next quarterback. Well, I mean, it's it, your options for next year are Aaron Rodgers or Jordan Love. All right, I'll give Aaron Rodgers another year. Uh, Those 15. are my options. The Packers are going to be picking 15th in the upcoming NFL draft. So that's that's their pick, uh, Tausch, just uh, just in case you were wondering. Uh, I mean, if I thought that uh, – I, I can't believe those passes. I don't know that I've ever seen Aaron Rodgers throw that other than, like, at the end of the game where the game's on the line. Uh, that cat – what's the, what's the cat's name Joseph. that was intercepting him? He has got him figured out. <laughs> he does. Uh, it's He does. It's uncanny. It, it yeah. is uncanny. Eight five five six one six one six twenty. Joe in Atlanta. Joe, you are great. Be a game day post game. Hey guys, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah. Well, this is a uh, <laughs> this is a painful loss. It's actually really painful. So my uh, son is uh, eight years old, and he's now just starting to understand the nuances of a lot of the specifics that go into football and things of that nature. I played in college and. I've coached intermittently here or there with youth football. And he's watching the game with me tonight, and I'm kind of walking him through it and everything like that. I didn't say this to him, but in my mind, I kept feeling like, oh, no, this is 07 Favre that I'm watching with Rodgers. And it pained me to my core. I was like, he can't. No, this will not be him. He will not do it this way. He will not go out this way. Um, I want Rodgers as the quarterback, however long he wants to be. It, I, I, I don't really care. That, that's just how I am. Um, so I might be biased in that perspective. Um, Joe Barry, he needs to go. And I, I, I listen, the defense played well. They did. But – If we look at the totality of everything from these last two seasons with Barry, he can't stay. That Quay penalty, that Rasul penalty, that trickles down 
from what your coaching staff on defense, maybe slash special teams teaches you. I'll give I, I'll give Coach Passaccia a pass. I will for right now. See, but here, here's my problem, Joe. Like to me, to me, discipline has always come down to the head coach. That is a head coach thing. Right. So we maybe you want to blame, and, and yeah. you're giving Rich Passaccia a pass because you like Rich Passaccia because he's coached up the special teams to the point where Keyshawn Nixon's a weapon. So now we're just going to blame the guy we don't like in Joe Barry? Like, no. I, I, no, and I don't want to sound like I'm blaming Joe Barry. I, it just, there was always something that's amiss with this defense. Whether it is just missed tackles, whether it is just a, it, it, there's so many different things if we look at the totality of everything. Now look, hey, Green Bay can keep Joe Barry. That's fine. I think one of the biggest issues, though, that has to be looked at is Matt LaFleur and Brian Gunekus. And I have been two of the I have I have supported Goody and Coach LaFleur like nobody else has. But I think both of them, they gotta be under the most scrutiny. They both have got to look in the mirror and say, We're doing something wrong. I don't know what it is, but we gotta figure it out. Yeah. I mean, and maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But uh look, I want Rodgers as a quarterback here for it, however long he wants to be. I, I don't care. It it just it, it worried me a little tonight. Tonight was the first time I felt like, oh, no. I'm watching like an 07 Favre, and it, it, it scared me a little bit. But uh, anyway, yeah, bad we, way to end we, the season. It certainly. sucks. It yeah. sucks. We appreciate the call, Joe. 855-616-1620. Um, Look, and I'm not. I, I don't want to make it seem like I think that Joe Barry shouldn't be. Like, I just I want Joe Barry to be evaluated at his face. And at the end of the day, I am not blaming Joe Barry, and I even have a hard time blaming Matt Lafleur. Quay Walker's a grown ass man. You don't shove a trainer. I, I I don't think you have to in the NFL tell another player tell a player you don't shove a trainer especially in the week in which a trainer for a different team literally saved someone's life and then a trainer comes out on the field. You don't show them. You don't show a trainer. I don't think that needs to be coached. I don't think it needs to be told to anyone. That's on Quay Walker. I'm not blaming anybody but Quay for that stupidity. 855-616-1620. We'll get here. We hear for more from you. On that Boda Box Wine Line, Packers fall to the Detroit Lions 2016. Season's over. This is the Green Bay Game Day postgame show. More of Green Bay Game Day postgame coming up next. Presented by Island Resort and Casino. And sponsored by Bud Light. Brewed with four simple ingredients for the highest quality taste. On the Tundra Trio Radio Network. Welcome back to Green Bay Game Day postgame on the Tundra Trio Radio Network. Presented by Island Resort and Casino with Gabe, Homer, and Tausch. And sponsored by Bud Light. Light, crisp, and refreshing. And ice-cold Bud Light is waiting for you. Here's a blitz. Can Rogers beat it? Big ball downfield, and it is intercepted by Kirby Joseph. Joseph out of bounds around the 45, and the Packers are in major trouble. That was the last time the Packers touched the ball. Is that the last pass of Aaron Rodgers' career? More on that in just a second as they fall to the Lions 20-16. Matt LaFleur talking to the media right now. It's the first time 
in his career that the Packers are missing the postseason after 13 wins. In each of his first three seasons, Packers finished with a losing record of 8-9 and nine this year. They'll have the 15th overall pick. I'm Gabe Knight, so along with Steve the Homer True, Packers Hall of Famer Mark Tauscher. We'll get out to you on the Botabox one line, 855-616-1620 in just a little bit. And I have to admit, uh, I think I have to give a little bit more of serious consideration to the thought that Aaron Rodgers is going to retire. I'm not saying that he is going to retire. However, um, circling on social media, um, just kind of still shots and, and, and some videos of Jamison Williams going up to the, the rookie wide receiver out of Alabama from Detroit, coming up after the game for Aaron Rodgers, asking, because you know players do this now, for you know, hey, I, can I have your jersey? You know, they do these jersey swaps. He asks Rodgers if he can have his jersey, and Aaron said, I think I'm going to hold on to this one. So now, obviously, lots of speculation is going to happen. We'll see what his tone, what he sounds like in his post-game press conference, which is coming up here in a little bit. Um, but clearly, Aaron Rodgers will be giving some serious thought to retiring. And this, this is where I've changed. Go ahead. Fine. Retire. Am I, I looking got, too much into it, Tom? No, I think they could, but I got no problem with it. I don't. I don't. I, it's not the loss that I thought it was. So go ahead, announce it, retire. You know, Aaron Rodgers hasn't uh, played for this team. Didn't play this. You know, so Homer, okay, Homer. Homer doesn't want to say it, but he doesn't want Aaron Rodgers back. No, Aaron Rodgers. No, he, I don't know why he doesn't want to say it. Because I'm not that far. No. No, you're clearly that far. No. You're the, the words you in which you're, you're saying. You don't care if he comes I back. Correct. If he doesn't, let decide what you want. It's not that big a deal. Now, if I have to choose between so Aaron Rodgers, no. If I have to choose between Aaron Rodgers one more year, Jordan Love, I'd probably still take Aaron Rodgers. But it's not Aaron Rodgers. I want when we talk about him, his name Fred Rodgers, because we're not discussing it like he's a MVP quarterback. That person doesn't exist anymore. Hasn't existed in the playoffs for a couple of years. Now, in this situation, he just looked horrible. So, um, but what I've been, you know, worried about. I don't want him to retire. I want him to come back. No, I can retire. Go ahead. It'd be like uh, Mason Crosby. I like you know. Go ahead. Hey, he doesn't want him back. All right, Homer may not want to say it, but I, he doesn't. No. Uh, it, who do, who no, are my doesn't. choices, and what do I have to pay? Your your choices are Aaron Rodgers is back. Yes or no? That's the poll. No, but it's not that simple. There's more involved. No, it is that simple. No, it isn't. Do you want Aaron Rodgers back? No, because he's okay. Not, so that's a no. It's a no. I no, I'm not willing to say that. But if he doesn't come back, are you gonna? Am I gonna be bothered? No. Tausch, what do you think of that exchange that he had with Jamison Williamson? Or with Jamison Williams? Um, that does, you know, I just I sensed, I've been on the train of he loves playing. And again, he's going to be, emotions always run hot when you get knocked out of a playoff game or you know your season's over because you just went through a long journey and you didn't accomplish what you were hoping for. So he's going to, he has ideas, I'm sure he's thinking, but what he thinks on January 8th isn't going to be what he thinks on March 15th. There's a there's a but he said something the other day about we need to make a decision and I think he is still of the belief that maybe the Packers don't want him back. And that might trigger him to not want to come back and maybe go somewhere else or he'll just retire. I just have a very hard time after he settles in, goes, takes a couple trips, 
and looks at this thing and says, Green Bay owes me $60 million. I hate the way this season went. I never was healthy. I can't imagine him walking after this. But then you hear some of these comments and that exchange you just saw. I just saw that on Twitter. That usually would make you think, why would he want to hold on to this jersey if it wasn't something very sentimental? Maybe it's for David Bakhtiari because D-Bock's not going to be back. Maybe it's for Randall Cobb because he's not going to be back. But maybe it's because he knows he's not going to come back. So I will say this, though, um, because I remember, I mean, it's not a similar situation, but the Packers playing on Sunday Night Football in 2006. Uh, Packers took on the Chicago Bears. Packers were eliminated earlier in the day. Uh, so even though they ended up winning the game against the Bears, who went on to appear in the Super Bowl that season, um, Brett Favre gave an interview after that game to who I can't remember who the sideline reporter for was, uh, Sunday Night Football was at the time. But I thought he was going to retire. I thought that was it for him. I thought he was going to retire at, that, at the end of that season. Obviously, Brett did not. So you, know, you can speculate yeah, Gabe, into this all uh, you want. I thought Brett was done in 2006, and obviously that was really Yeah, well. and we all, as offensive linemen, thought he was done because we all went and got a photo with him. We thought that was it, too. So. And again, that's why you don't look at all of this, and it'll be curious what he has to say after the game, but I wouldn't, whatever he says, unless it's definitive, like I'm done, so I would say all of this other stuff is conjecture, but you do read for clues. And look at that, and that first little bit with Jamison Williams is probably making a lot of fans think that, and I think there's a lot of people like Homer that don't care if he comes back, that are saying, That's fine, correct. it's time that, to now, move forward. That No, I mean, if he comes back, I I think it's clear that there's he ha- a part of him says he might not play he might not play for the Packers anymore. So that's why he's keeping the jersey. It doesn't mean he's not going to play for the Packers. It means there he sees that as a possibility, so I'm going to keep the jersey. 855-616-1620 is the Butterbox wide line. Let's go to Bill in Dallas. Bill, you're on Green Bay Game Day post game. Oh, thank you. I've been begging for you guys to tell you. First of all, Homer, I'm on your side. I'm I'm livid. This 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 game was a joke, and I am so sorry to say that because I've been a Rogers supporter as long as I can remember. I was born in Wisconsin, 1976. I've been a diehard Packers fan. But you know what? After Watkins, he should be cut tonight, period. There's no room for crap like that in the NFL, period. If you're going to push a trainer, you know what? You don't deserve to be in the big dance. Second of all, I'm sorry. I think this is Rogers' last year in Green Bay. I don't want to say it. I hope I'm wrong, but you know what? I really think it is. He, he doesn't have the core he was looking for. And you know what? LaFleur, great. He's won how many games? But what has he gotten us? Great. We've gone into the playoffs. Have we gotten to the big dance? No, we haven't. So it, it, it's frustrating as hell. I'm not going to lie. So now I get to sit down here in Dallas and listen to all the – Dallas Cowboys fans with McCartney going on and going on, but it, it's frustrating. But I don't think Rodgers is coming back. Certainly appreciate the call. Thanks, Bill. Uh, I, I will say this, and I'm not saying that you shouldn't be frustrated with LaFleur and or Gutekunst, 
Um, and, and maybe you're even somebody who wants to call up on that Box wide line at 855-616-1620 and you think they should be gone. I have a hard time believing that those two are going anywhere given that uh, Mark Murphy has stated that he wants to win another Super Bowl before he's done. And we know that in July of 2025, that is when he is going to be done. So he's got two more years and I can't imagine he is going to blow everything up and try to restart this just because winning a Super Bowl in a two-year timeline with brand new everything does not seem realistic. 855-616-1620. Uh, let's get to Mike in Green Bay. Mike, you're on Green Bay Game Day post game. Hey, uh, good evening. Yeah, I was at the game. Uh, kind of reminds me of uh, uh, when Rodgers went in and uh, uh, down in Dallas uh, when Farr got hurt. There was just another step, a whole other step to the team, and it reminded me of when uh, Rodgers got hurt and, uh, with the Eagles. Uh, Jordan Love come in. you seen Lazad on the bench all happy. I was at that game tonight when he threw that uh, ball in the fourth quarter to Lazad. Watson's wide open. Uh, the touchdown that he did throw the ball, uh, Watson's still open to the right side there. Obviously, we still got the touchdown, but he's missed so many throws. I think there's a the Lafleur offense, and as Rogers says, there's a Rogers offense, and some of those tonight. You know, let, let's just get back to the 49ers game. I, I, I was there. I was there last year too for that beluga of a you know losing at losing at home. You know, Vince has got to be rolling over in his grave, and then you lose to the Lions. You know, the other thing is. You, you know, at the game, it's all about rhythm. Tasha's played. It's all about rhythm. You know, the Lions come out. You know, they're playing loose. The Packers could have played a little bit looser, but no rhythm. At least golf had the rhythm going and this, that, and the other. And they're just sitting there at the game, just dead. No rhythm. Rodgers, you know, there could have been some dink and dunk stuff there to move the chains. And then you, you go for the home run ball to Watson, you know. I mean, there, there's – Three or four, whatever. Three forty-one left on the clock. You know, you, you know you're going at four on fourth down. I mean, just some, you know, bad throws, just bad football on his yep. part. And the other thing is, as far as him leaving, um, you know, you would hope that he played really good to show other teams, hey, you know, I'm still an elite quarterback in the league. You know, he's, you know, either, you know, you can't go from a two-time MVP and playing like you have played this year. I mean, if you drop off that fast, I just can't imagine that he has. Obviously he has, but uh, just some open throws tonight. And uh, it's just, it it reminds me of Farr throw. I was at that game. Farr throwing and then Corey Webster picking the ball off to Donald Driver when Ryan Grant was right wide open in the middle for a screen pass. It's just, it, it, you know what? Those other like Campbell said during the year, he's a loves a starter in this league somewhere. They'll play harder for him than they play for Rodgers. It's just, you know what? Thank you for your service. You made a lot of money. It's this year or next year. See you later. Goodbye. Thanks for playing. You, you had a chance. Against the line, you know, we should have been up twenty-one to three, and then some 
All right, all right, all right. We appreciate we appreciate the call, Mike. We, we a lot of frustration, not understandably so. Got a lot of people uh, lining up that want to voice their frustrations as well on that Butterbox one line eight five five six one six one six twenty. But I think you can firmly put him in the doesn't want Rogers back camp. Stronger yeah, he's than mine. Homer's club. Well, no, my my also club would be I I would uh, I would uh, I would if you want something firm, they'll never never do anything of significance with the Matt Lafleur. He is Steve Mariucci, and uh, he's benefited from Rogers at his best, and so uh, uh, they can fire him because if they want, if somebody wanted to, because he's never going to accomplish anything of significance. No, they're not fire. Yeah, they're not going to fire him. Correct. They're not, they're not him, but you want uh, you want you wanted Barry... something strong is that. He, it's over for Matt Lafleur of any significance at the level that he had the first three years. No, I'm not. Okay. I'm not going to go there yet. I, I'm not going there. I think when you look at this season as a whole, why did this team not make the playoffs? Is it Aaron Rodgers? Partially. Um, yes. No, but you get one reason. No. You can only pick one. All right. They inexplicably traded Devontae Adams. Homer. Um, no, it's Aaron Rodgers. No one dreamt it would be this bad leaving, losing Devontae Adams. Uh, maybe, maybe, Gabe, maybe you did. So yeah, it's all, it's totally Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. The offense, the numbers in the offense and scoring points was, is just their, their, uh, their average. There's nothing, absolutely nothing special about his ability as a quarterback over the course well, of this season. To me, the biggest difference, and you mentioned this earlier, Tausch. I guess what, what's your reason before I I, I kind of expound uh, a little no, bit? No, I'm putting this on. I'm putting this on Matt Lafleur. Okay, for a lot of reasons, we didn't get Aaron Jones the ball enough. The mindset going over to London, you couldn't pull yourself out of it enough, and then you didn't have the answers tonight against a team that wasn't even playing for the playoffs, and you lose composure. Your team loses composure. What the hell was Razul Douglas doing? Those three points mattered at the end. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, the whole thing I'm coming back to and looking because you could say, well, was there enough talent on this team? I firmly believe there was. I think Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers, I said it when the seat when they traded Devontae. The pressure is on you to figure it out. And Homer, we did this post games. What? This is our seventeenth episode. Yes. And we always said, you called them the Green Bay 17ers because that's what they were averaging. That's what they were scoring. That's what they were and tonight. that ain't good enough in this league. And that comes back to Matt LaFleur not taking enough ownership of we're going to be a run-the-football team. Now, Aaron Rodgers, I'm not trying to shield Aaron from anything. Aaron deserves a ton of criticism. But Matt LaFleur deserves as much, if not more. It's his football team. And if he decides that it's Aaron Rodgers' football team, that's on him. If he decides that Joe Barry doesn't need to do what he wanted him to do and especially get off to the kind of start that they did, that's on Matt LaFleur too. And Matt LaFleur kept saying all season, it's on me. Well, this is on you. And that's why, that's where that's where I'm putting the majority of my blame is on Matt LaFleur. Uh, you never really recovered from that London trip you thought you nope. did, but so you, do you never want him back? did. I do. Oh. I Based do want him back what? because I I still believe because I look at what he did in his first couple of seasons and what he got out of Aaron Rodgers, and I look at what he's done. Granted, it's a small sample size, 
But I think Jordan Love is a guy that they can play, that they can move forward with if Aaron leaves. 855-616-1620. It's the Butterbox Wine Line. We get out to your calls in two minutes on the Green Bay Game Day postgame show. Back after this with more Green Bay Game Day postgame on the Tundra Trio Radio Network. Presented by Island Resort and Casino. And sponsored by Bud Light. Four simple high-quality ingredients, barley, rice, hops, and water. Welcome back to Green Bay Game Day postgame on the Tundra Trio Radio Network. Presented by Island Resort and Casino with Gabe, Homer, and Tausch. And sponsored by Bud Light. Light, crisp, and refreshing. An ice-cold Bud Light is waiting for you. came back to block. Blocked Hutchinson. Rodgers deep ball for Christian Watson. Down the sideline. Watson! Did he bring it in? A flag is down and he caught it anyway! At the 14-yard line! One of the bigger plays for the Packers offense today, unfortunately. It was not enough as they fall 20-16 to to the Detroit Lions. Neither one of those teams going to be heading into the postseason. Instead, it is going to be the Seattle Seahawks, who won in overtime earlier today. Uh, Lions finished at 9-8. That is nine amazing and they made the playoffs. Packers at 8-9. and nine. Yeah. Bad teams. All of them bad teams. Not very good teams. Detroit probably played the best out of them over the uh, final second half of the season. But ultimately, because they lost to Seattle earlier this year, the Seahawks are the one that's going to be going to San Francisco in the NFC postseason next year. Week. 855-616-1620. Plenty of calls to get to. We thank you for holding on with us. We go out to Joe and Madison. You're on Green Bay Game Day postgame. Hey, guys. Um, I got two, three points to make, and then the, the third one's a question. Number one, this, this really hurts because, I mean, you had everything set up. Everything was laid out right in front of you, and everything that needed to happen happened in order for you to make the playoffs and you folded um, against, you know, a team that you have typically dominated over the past 20 years, especially in your own building. My -hmm. second point is like, I, I do think we need to move on from Joe Barry, not because of, you know, the Quay Walker incident. That's not on coaching. That's simply, just that's not coaching that's you need to you know know the situation and know what's going on and that's a player issue but the fact that when it's uh, you know you're on the goal line uh, the defense is on the goal line everyone in the building knows that Detroit's going to hand it off to Jamal Williams and he just walks in untouched just waltzes into the end zone I could have fit through that hole um and just, like, fourth and one, season's on the line, have to have it, and you don't, you, you don't get, you don't, the inability to get off the field and, you know, give the ball to Aaron Rodgers and be able to make a play. My third and final point is, how can Aaron Rodgers go from back-to-back MVPs and people, you know, saying, you know, this could be, this is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, and he loses Devontae Adams, uh, which was a big loss. I'm not undermining that. But Patrick Mahomes lost Tyreek Hill, and he's going to win the MVP this year. He still has Travis Kelsey. Um, 
I, I get that. I get that. But <laughs> I mean, you no, know you what don't. I mean. like, <laughs> someone's not going to say anything, but no, you don't get it. Like so, and, and, and we. Um, so, so, what's your question, Joe? Like, how can you go from Aaron Rodgers being like such a such a great quarterback and people crowning him as you know the next you know the greatest quarterback of all time to you know the 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 interceptions this year? I mean, his TD to pick ratio is like. Two to one. This one I can help you on. He needed really Devontae bad. Adams more than Devontae. We didn't. I didn't realize how. You know who's more important, Devontae Adams or Aaron Rodgers? It's clear. It's Devontae Adams. Tausch. Hmm. Uh, it, that's not clear. Uh, I'm, I, Why I, not? They obviously miss. They miss Devontae Adams. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Devontae Adams is making this team twelve and five. I don't. Well, but um, your quarterback went from MVP to average. It's a pretty yeah. huge gap. Yeah, he did. I can't argue with that. All right. And I, nothing changed. Well, I would say the lack of weapons outside the what you have in the backfield is still a huge problem for this team. Right, but you, Christian Watson, over the course of the last half of the season, was an additional weapon you didn't have. From last sure, year. but he's, yeah. I mean, he's not Devontae Adams. He is MVS. Saying, yeah, he's you, MVS. You got, yeah, he was you a, got he was an a, extra help, but it's still, he, uh, Rodgers was still an average quarterback. Yeah, I mean, no it, to me, it, it, that was like having MVS. So you got MVS. You still, you need, you need weapons. You need, in, in you know, the question about the, the Kansas City Chiefs, yeah, they still have Travis Kelsey. They went out and got Juju Smith Schuster, who has had success in this league, has had a thousand yards in this league. Uh, they they got MVS on that team. You know, they they made some moves um, where they kind of supplemented what they had around Travis Kelsey, who again is one of the best tight ends in football. So that always kind of helps out everything to begin with. But um, the Packers elected to draft a couple of receivers, hope for the best, and go and get Sammy Watkins. That was their that was their answer, and it clearly was not good enough. They need to have a better plan. And, and part of it, honestly, I, I think they were hoping that Robert Tunyon would come back from his ACL and be more like the 2020 Robert Tunyon. But I think the ACL, he had a nice catch tonight. But unfortunately, because Tunyon was an undrafted guy and didn't have all the athleticism that goes with being, you know, uh, top four-round draft pick. Mm-hmm. I think the ACL robbed him of a half of a step, and he didn't have a half step to lose. Yeah, they, they just didn't think that Rodgers would disappear. Yeah. and, and so Because is, if they had, they could have told uh, Devontae he ain't leaving. Yeah. And, and again, I, 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 it's just funny how that worked out because he went out to, to the Raiders to play with his buddy, and now his buddy ain't going to be there yeah. in Las Vegas. Uh, Jason, 855-616-1620. Jason and Tosh here on Green Bay Game Day post game with Homer, Gabe, and Tausch. Uh, good evening, guys. Uh, Gabe, I laughed out loud a few minutes ago when you reminded, reminded the audience about Mark Murphy's bold proclamation that he expected the Packers to win multiple Super Bowls before he retires here in a couple of years. But he wants uh, because, to. I, I didn't say he's good. That he said oh, he, he wants to. Well, it's he, on the it's on the bucket list of things it. that he wants to accomplish before he's oh, forced to retire. I remember. I remember the word was. Ex- so that's an expectation. Uh, and the, the problems with this team are so deep, and they, there's no way they get rectified in one or two off seasons. And by the way, we can talk about Aaron Rodgers till the calls come home, but the problems extend way, way beyond Aaron Rodgers. And while I agree with Tausch that uh, Matt LaFleur deserves a lot of criticism, 
I'm watching this game tonight, and I don't think Ellen Lazard, Randall Cobb, Robert Tunyon, even A.J. Dillon in the open field, they can't evade and break a tackle. The, the Lions have a lot more weapons on yeah. offense. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. Here. Without Jamison without Williams, who caught the nullified touchdown, being incorporated. You know what else the Lions have? They have four picks in the first two rounds coming up, including the sixth overall pick, because they made a bold trade a couple years ago. The Packers, here's the reality in January of 2023. We're the third best team in a mediocre NFC North. And it's not going to get better anytime soon. It's not. You want to hear something more depressing, Jason? I think that the Bears fans have a more optimistic outlook for their franchise right now than Packers fans do. And understandably, like we're we're down tonight because we had an opportunity to beat the Lions, but like they are if if I'm a Bears fan and we had one call us earlier in the show, um, they're sitting there thinking, oh, we've got the number one overall pick. I don't even think they want to make that pick. I think they want to trade it and get even more picks and be sitting there to try to build something around Justin Fields. They probably have less talent than any other team in the league. But the NFC North is not good, folks, for those of us who follow the rest of it. It's not good. The Vikings are terrible, as we saw last week. But here's the reality. And this is where I went. Some of the fans of the front office, including those in the media, for some reason they seem to evade uh, criticism. We had an opportunity to go all in in 2020 and 2021. We didn't do it. We had an opportunity to rip the Rodgers Band-Aid off and make a big trade in 2022. We didn't do it. We're in 8-9 and nine purgatory. We're drafting 15th. Who, who, who out there is excited about Goody going to draft another 8th? First round pick. We can we can have eight first round picks on defense to be mediocre again next year. The defense is not a top ten Super Bowl defense. No one believes that. The organization has been riding Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams for years, coasting. And I think that the organization, by that I mean the front office, Mark Murphy and Brian Gutekunst, deserves a lot more criticism than does um, uh, Matt Lafleur. I mean. That offense, you have Christian Watson. The rest of the guys look like they're just stuck in mud today. If you watch yeah. football around the league, there's a lot of speed in the league. Aaron Jones is obviously nicked up. Is he even back next year? Uh, my guess is yes. They rework a contract with Aaron Jones. Although, if they decide to trade Aaron Rodgers, or if Aaron Rodgers decides he doesn't want to be here, who knows what they do. We appreciate the call, Jason. 855-616-1620. Um, again, just a lot of frustration in general across Packerland tonight as they had every opportunity. And again, I I guess in, in I understand the frustration because they're, they're – should be frustration at the coaching staff, at the players, and at the front office um, for what was an 8-9 and nine product this year and an underwhelming product. I guess, again, I'm more mad at myself for buying in that this team was going to be any yeah. different. I, I just keep coming yeah, back I'm, to that. It is what uh, this team was inconsistent all year. They were average to below average for a vast majority of the season, and uh, I got caught up after the Miami Dolphin game mm-hmm. because the Dolphins are supposed to be pretty good, and on offense, you know they have probably the most explosive, the wide receiving core in the NFL of a young quarterback that people are excited about. But that quarterback turned it over a bunch. I still believe that this defense has a lot of things to work with. I think that. You know, let's say this job did come open 
I think people would be excited about the amount the job of talent. Is, the this job is going to be open. I'm already down sixty bucks. I had twenty on the Packers. Uh, it's you're he's talking done. about the defensive. Yeah, he's done. Job. Whatever you want to bet, yeah. he's done because um, I mean, as you've talked about, Lafleur's there, there. There's some you know he's an offensive guy, and with Aaron Rodgers, the offense was not very good. Correct. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the biggest question to me about Lafleur. What? They did so well for a couple of years, and now Devontae leaves, and there's nothing. They're terrible in the red zone. Well, because to me, when it comes to the red zone, with the windows being smaller, that's where you need to have guys. That's where you either need to be creative, the way we saw whatever the thing was with the Chiefs yesterday, where they did the ring around the rosy, line up, pitch it back to Mahomes, throw it across. You need to be creative. Or you need to have guys that can just go out there and get it done the way we've seen with Devontae Adams in the past. Yeah. It, and and you, you need guys in the red zone. They or just don't be have tough guys. and run the ball. Yeah. So here's the do. thing that – here's the thing. And, uh, you know, all week I was saying Green Bay's offense, they had a good performance against Minnesota. And Minnesota's defense, not great. Obviously, not good at all. Detroit's defense stinks, guys. Yeah, uh-huh. it is not a good defense. Huh. I watched Look the Carolina tonight. Panthers. I watched the Carolina Panthers bloodball them into submission. This same group. Yep. Uh, I saw teams throwing it all over the place. Seattle put up forty-five on them earlier this season. Everybody scores on them, and Green Bay didn't. So that's why. You know, when, Homer, you were getting after, oh, Joe Barry to start the show. No, 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 we're not doing that tonight because that's not what this game was. This needed to be Green Bay scoring 30-plus because we have, the, we have the weapons. We have the running game. We have everything we need to do that, and they didn't. And that starts with Matt LaFleur. Yes, Aaron Rodgers gets paid a lot of money, did not play his best. Nope. But Matt LaFleur... And everybody else is sitting here. The red zone stunk all season. We never solved it. That's coaching, too. That's, okay, we're not utilizing, we're not doing enough to be more successful than 55% scoring tutters, being 32nd in the league with Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback. Now, it's not the same Aaron Rodgers. This isn't Aaron Rodgers 2020-2021. But you have to understand that you got a horse back there Jamal Williams scored 17 running touchdowns. Let's see A.J. Dillon do that. Let's see if they can. And we don't do it. So that's why the frustration for me is Detroit's defense isn't any good. But they looked fantastic tonight. And it ain't because they're fantastic. It's because this offense never knew what the hell it was good at. Yeah, no, if you believe or Aaron Rodgers. if they Rogers, did, they never stuck with right, it. Right, if you believe Aaron Rodgers did real good, they should fire LaFleur. I mean, it's, come on. If you're strong well, you in his camp. You don't have to fire anybody. Well, sure you do. You like, don't have to fire how can you, No, how can you have a guy that you believe in that much and be that bad? There's only one way. You just brought it up. You just led with it. It's all on the floor. He's not a defensive guy. He's an offensive guy. Yeah, well, but not I, gonna I, fire Matt LaFleur. Yeah, well, I think not what, then, then well, he's built up enough equity where you're not gonna has, fire him after one. Correct. Year. That doesn't mean he's gonna, but it doesn't mean whether is it a, a, if you still believe if you still believe in Aaron Rodgers, then LaFleur is incompetent. They just or, or, you he's know, had a bad year? Yeah, I guess. Okay. All right. I mean that that 
Coaches can have bad years too, I guess. 855-616-1620. More of your calls coming up next. But there is no better recipe for a tailgate than your perfect cocktail made with Tito's Handmade Vodka distilled from corn and gluten-free. Tito's multi-award-winning vodka has been bottled and distilled in Austin, Texas for the last 25 years. No matter the circumstance, Tito's Handmade Vodka is crafted to be savored responsibly in your favorite cocktail while you cheer on your favorite team. Whether they are winning or losing at 40% alcohol by volume, Tito's makes game day more fun. Visit titosvodka.com for recipes, videos, and more. More of Green Bay Game Day postgame coming up next. Presented by Island Resort and Casino on the Tundra Trio Radio Network. This is Green Bay Game Day postgame with Gabe, Homer, and Tausch. Presented by Island Resort and Casino and sponsored by Bud Light. Light, clean, and crisp tasting on the Tundra Trio Radio Network. 13, Rodgers faking. Going back at the end of Lazard. Touchdown, Green Bay! The injury you recap all season long on Green Bay Game Day postgame brought to you by Orthopedic Associates of Wisconsin. There is a difference. Visit orthowisconsin.com today. Um, not real sure of any injuries, but again, the season's over, so you've got an entire offseason to heal and or get surgery. Uh, so not real relevant after the season-ending 20-16 loss at the hands of the Detroit Lions at Lambeau Field. I'm Gabe Neitzel, along with Steve the Homer True and the Packers Hall of Famer Mark Tauscher. We're taking your calls on the Bodemox Wine Line at 855-616-1620. That's where we find probably the most optimistic of Packer fans that exists. We go to Sugar Free. Sugar, you're on the Green Bay Game Day postgame. Hey gentlemen, I'm going to be very calm today. I'm going to I'm going to say something today on this call so that I don't get cut off because I think when I call in, I get too emotional and then you cut in. So number one, Air Rogers said losing Adams was a big deal in the news con- um, press conference after. Gabe is. correct, but I'm going to tell you who else was 100% correct on this network is Wildy, that they did not secure him a year ago, Mm -hmm. a number one, number one receiver. He proved it this year again, and uh, very disappointing. So Gutekinds has a lot of blame for this year. Number two. Who knew uh, that he made Rodgers? Who knew? Yeah. What do you mean? It, they didn't. They made each other, Homer. No. They made each no. other. I'm going to be no. very calm, no. Homer. No. What do you How mean? do you no. say that? What do you mean? He's no. MVP for two years no. with Devontae Adams, and this, and now he's average, and well, he has no Devontae Adams. No, what? No. So I, let you, me, you let could, me explain You could disagree, Sugar. You could disagree because Devontae still had a monster season despite the quarterback who was throwing the ball most of the season being right. benched for right. the final two games. Yeah. He makes everybody look good. I mean, we ne- yeah, I never thought of it. He made Rodgers. Who can argue that point? He didn't make Rodgers. Give me a break. Four-time MVP, give me a break. No, we're talking Homer. about the last two years. Okay. We're not talking about what he did earlier. We're talking about the Aaron Rodgers from, what, 35 or whatever. Devontae Adams made him. He's a fraud. He was a number one receiver. He's not an MVP. He threw the ball to him what? 100 times. He yeah. threw the ball to him. 100. Why do I have right. to get emotional? Why can't I just get my point across here? 
So I'm going to tell you the second point. <laughs> I mean, sugar, sugar, Florida, sugar, sugar. That's on you, man. Like, you listen to the show enough. Like, you know. I'm like, done. Sugar is the Quay Walker of uh, Green Bay Game Day postgame. Aaron Rodgers is an MVP. He's a fraud. He was created by one of the he great receivers ever, Devontae oh, That's stupid. Homer, that's what a dumb mean? comment. What else you got, sugar? Stupid. Okay. So, LaFleur's offense, these dink and dunks, not going over the middle, no West Coast offense. I know it's a different coach. There's just no – I mean, and then, and then the creativity is just not there. Give me a break. So, look, the, the Aaron Rodgers um, wanting to do his stuff in LaFleur, that worked. This year, it was all LaFleur's offense, okay? And you got a Hall of Fame quarterback, and you're not using him? And then, yes, Gudikins didn't give enough, enough uh, you know, Arsenal. You know, Watkins was his free agent. So, you know, blaming Aaron Rodgers for this year is ridiculous. I mean, he deserves some he blame. The number. What? He deserves some. Some. Okay, good. Some. But he doesn't, uh, uh, for the whole season, he's to blame for this season. He isn't. And the Adams thing, obviously, a number one receiver. We didn't, like, like Gabe said, what did Kansas City go out and do when they lost theirs? They went out and got some, they got an arsenal of receivers to help uh, uh, Mahomes. So, yeah, yeah, this whole thing about Aaron Rodgers, no, he'll be back next year 100%. Can't wait. He'll, he'll take his time, but he'll be back, and he'll be better next year. All right. So, we appreciate right. the call, Sugar. Um, although, to buy into Suge's theory there, the Packers are also going to have to bolster their offense. Um, not quite sure where that money is coming from. That is also well, an issue with if, Favre or with Rodgers. What you're paying? Yeah, him, I right? think. Uh, ah, the cap hits. I think reasonable. Yeah, but the cap hits are again, man. That stuff is always fluid. We all said this last year, and you know what? They could have signed Devonte. They ended up with six or seven million that they didn't even spend on the cap this year. So I'm not worried about that. The question is, and this is, you know, listening to a little bit and seeing some of the stuff about from Rodgers on the post game. He, I think, he is going to want the Packers to really, really ask him back, and he feels like this offense was missing one or two weapons. Uh, he's right. He's, he's not wrong. I mean, about about the part him being courted. You know, you can agree or disagree with that, but. That, this this team is certainly missing one or two weapons offensively. I, I don't think that can that can be argued. Well, there we're again, man. This is we got a lot of time to dissect that and figure it out. But Homer, for you to say that yes. Aaron Rodgers was made by Devon, correct? Yes. No. Come on. How do you argue the point? Jordy Nelson. Well, that Randall again, Cobb. I know. Let's go back to other times in his career. Michael Finley. At, sure. Donald Driver. Yeah. Jeff Janis. Correct. You name I mean, you, Jared Aberdeer. I, I think you can maybe say that Devontae maybe propped up Aaron a little bit more last year, but even in 2020, he spread the ball around a lot more. I mean, Tunyon had double digit touchdowns, and like maybe you can say he, he 
helped mask some of the decline from Rodgers last year. I don't know if that's the case, but yeah, I don't think you can say he made Rodgers. Gabe, do you the still MVP? believe that Aaron Rodgers can lead this team to a championship? Yep. I mean, however, over? I mean, he needs no. weapon. He needs weapons around him. Just like take a look at every team that's won the, the Super Bowl in the last decade. Which every last one of them has got better weapons than the Green Bay Packers. I agree. Yes. You need weapons offensively. Doesn't matter who your quarterback is. Doesn't matter if we're talking about Tom Brady. Doesn't matter if we're talking about Patrick Mahomes, who's going to win the MVP this year. Doesn't matter if we're talking about Josh Allen, who's one of the best quarterbacks in the league this year too. So I think you just need weapons across the board. Uh, quickly, let's hit up Sean and Sud Prairie. Sean, you're on Green Bay Game Day post game. Hey guys, how are you? Thanks for taking my call. You bet. Um, I'm going to join Tausch's club that this is all on Matt LaFleur. Um, he's too busy concentrating on his eyebrows and cheerleading than he has on a game plan on any given week. Oh. Um, s- That's secondly, a strong way um, to start. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, is, is it lost at anyone that Brett Favre's last pass was an interception and if tonight is Aaron Rodgers, nope. his last pass is an interception? Definitely not. <laughs> Definitely not. The, yeah, that, it's just it, it, it's crazy how history repeats itself. Um, look, I I I, I blame Lafleur only because the team that had nothing to play for came in our house and took it to us. Um, how are we not ready and prepared for that? Like, um, you know, we had some uncanny you know events with Nixon turning the ball over or you know having a fumble, but it got recovered. Uh, Aaron Jones uh, fumbling and losing the ball. Like, the, the team wasn't ready. Like, we were caught flat-footed. Um, and then, you know, the boneheaded call, which had been LaFleur's idea to run an end-around on Alan Lazard on fourth and one from your own 30-yard line, stupid. Um, so th- this has to be on the coach. Uh, as, as far as Aaron Rodgers coming back or not, I mean, 50-50. Let's go either way. Do you I, want I, him I'm back? not going to beg for him to I I'm not going to beg for him to come back. If he doesn't want to come back, you know, look, like we've had him for 16 years. Awesome. It's been great. But you know, let him go flourish somewhere else if he thinks he still can. Hmm. Tom Brady's had a second career out of it and I'm ready to start fresh. I mean, the team's going to totally look new. We're not going to sign Bakhti. We're not going to give Bakhtiari his money. We're not going to uh extend Aaron Jones. We're not you know, there's there's too much the team's going to look way different next year, and if you're going to rebuild, um, you might as well because, what, we're going to go get a, a top you know, wide receiver who's, who's available next year? I mean, to complete the team? No way. I mean, this is it, it's been fun, but uh, get ready. It's going to be a brand-new team next year, and, uh, you know, it's an awful disappointment to, you know, a team that controlled its own destiny going into night. Um, decided not to show up. And, uh, again, I'm joining Tausch's uh, club on that, that it was on the coach and not having everyone prepared and saying that. I still hope uh, Joe Barry is not with the team tomorrow. Okay. Appreciate the call, Sean. also sounds like he's in Homer's club of not wanting Aaron Rodgers back next season. Green Bay Game Day postgame brought to you by Bud Light, America's favorite light lager since 1982. Light, crisp, and refreshing and ice cool Bud Light is waiting for you. Brewed with four simple ingredients for the highest quality taste. Barley, rice, hops, and water. Pick up Bud Light during your next visit to your favorite local retailer. Enjoy responsibly 2022 anheuser Bush Bud Light St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, we still have plenty of calls to get to. We've had full phone lines. We appreciate everybody for holding on. We'll get to more of you on that Box wine line as Green Bay Game Day postgame continues next. More of Green Bay Game Day postgame coming up next. Presented by Island Resort and Casino and sponsored by Bud Light.
You're listening to Green Bay Game Day Post Game with Gabe, Homer, and Tausch. Presented by Island Resort and Casino and sponsored by Bud Light, America's favorite light lager since 1982 on the Tundra Trio Radio Network. Lions beat the Packers tonight, 20-16. to For the first time in the Matt LaFleur era, the Packers miss out on the postseason. I'm Gabe Knight, so along with Homer. He is Tausch as well, taking your calls on that Box one line, 855-616-1620. That's where we find Ron in the key. Ron, you're on Green Bay Game Day postgame. God, I, you guys have a lot of calls. I'm impressed. And then you have sunken cost that you just stay on the line. Um so really quick, first question: Does it take away? Does it take away from from people's takes when they get multiple people's names wrong? That they're, they're complaining about. No, Paul McCartney doesn't coach the Packers. Um, Alan Lazad doesn't play for the Green Bay Packers or anybody, to my knowledge. I told you, no, um, it doesn't. You don't they're, believe it, but they're, they're larger. They're larger point does. stands. I don't think so. So, he, Ron, you Ron, aren't really watching the games that much. Ron, what you need to understand, more- Ron, what you need to understand is I do a show every morning from seven to nine a.m. Chewy gets like half. I mean, Chewy gets like half the names wrong of the people that work here. He He's calls Ben Brust Ben Brusk. <laughs> now we're getting into a whole nother topic. <laughs> if oh, your boy. defense for people, if your defense for people is Chewy does it. It's like, so does Ben Brust. Still aren't building your case. By the way, the only positive of tonight is, for the third year in a row, I was not fooled and ended the season fading the Packers and, of course, faded Ben and faded Greg, and now they both owe me 100 bucks. Um, this is just not a good team. And yeah. it wasn't a good team. And like, just like the previous years, what, two years ago was it we played KC? And it was, oh, we beat KC, but we beat KC without Patrick Mahomes. If Tua isn't concussed, today doesn't even matter. There's no way those interceptions happen from a non-concussed quarterback. And that's the only reason we won that game. They're bad, and they have been bad. And it, it, I will say this. I was happy I was wrong, and they won those games because it was nice to watch tonight and have it matter because – the playoffs just aren't fun when you, especially if you're not gambling. The playoffs aren't fun if your team ain't in it. It's just not as interesting to watch when you have no vested interest. Um, as far as Rodgers, I believe he's being cryptic because I believe, which I actually think it's okay, is if there's any, he knows eventually he's going to retire. And after what just happened, of course you're going to keep the uni because it might be, but he doesn't have to make the decision now. Like I'm pretty critical of him and have been for a long time. And I know that he's a narcissist and he needs everybody to tell them how much he loves them. But for tonight, it's the one time where I'm okay with him going, you know, leaving cryptic clues. Cause he's probably really much in his feelings. And if I was ever as good as he is at football at anything, and it might've been my last time doing it. Well, but that might be, it might just be too. his last time in green Bay. It's, that's Which the, is still pretty special. Both, both might be true. Both Correct. might be true. Yeah, or I mean, either. 
Yeah, e- either might be true. And I don't – I still want him there because I think – people who think that, hey, you know what, it looks like maybe we have something in love. Those are the same people that thought, look, we, it looks like we have something in this team for the last five games. There's nothing that you have of any empirical data that matters. That's right, that. but the difference the between the two is smaller than it's ever been. I, I'm going to hold out hope that Aaron Rodgers had a busted thumb and that maybe Aaron Rodgers next year is still going to be good because that's a better hope than Jordan Love is going to be good. Okay. That's fair. We appreciate the call, Ron. Hope line. is not a what? What Have is it good... for? Hope is not hope a... is not a strategy. Yeah, yeah. So, Tausch, let me ask you this because I know I've heard you say this on on Wildey and Tausch before. Of if if you're thinking about retiring, you probably should. But why does it get to be different for the quarterback position? Because clearly Brett thought about retiring a number of different times and actually retired a number of different times and came back and still had lots of success. So how, how do you balance the, well, if you think about retiring, you probably should. Clearly this is a thought that's crossed Aaron Rodgers' mind, but I also believe that he can come back and still have success next year. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's just like everything else with quarterbacks. You get treated differently and, when you have a special talent like Brett did and Aaron does and Tom Brady retired and he came back. But the general point to what I'm saying is that it takes for 95% of every player in that league, it takes everything you got. You have to give the, you have to give your team and your body and your mind all of it. It takes all of you in order to go do this for 17 weeks. It is hard. It's taxing. And if you're not in it 100% mentally, you can't make it happen. Now, some guys, there's very few that have the talent that can figure it out. I wouldn't have been one of those guys, and I would say most of the league. And I think you're even when you are one of those guys – you still you give up some stuff. And I know we made a big deal about Rodgers not being there for minicamp and for OTAs and all that stuff. And my point always was you need to have Aaron Rodgers fresh and mentally, but the you also need to be there for your teammates. And when you're not, somebody else's team is. Detroit was. That's a criticism that's fair. It doesn't mean you have to show up and do it, but it is that's just one of those things. You get better by doing football things. Just like if you're doing radio or TV or media, you get better by taking reps. And when you retire or you're thinking about retiring, that makes you mentally you're not all in at that moment. You can say, I'm coming back. But were you coming back when you were in that limbo period? It just, you have to be all in to, in order to be a professional football player. We saw that with Tom Brady. I think we're seeing that. We're seeing that with a, you can't do it. You have to make that commitment. More of your calls, plus we give out, this one's going to be tough, the man. We're going to give that out. Coming up next, Green Bay Game Day postgame. Back after this with more Green Bay game day postgame on the Tundra Trio Radio Network. Presented by Island Resort and Casino. And sponsored by Bud Light. Four simple high-quality ingredients, barley, rice, hops, and water. 
Welcome back to Green Bay Game Day postgame on the Tundra Trio Radio Network. Presented by Island Resort and Casino with Gabe, Homer, and Tausch. And sponsored by Bud Light. Light, crisp, and refreshing. And ice-cold Bud Light is waiting for you. Crosby from 53 to make the lead six. Crosby's field goal doesn't go through. Packers unable to defeat the Lions tonight. So they fall by the final score of 22-16. It's Green Bay Game Day postgame. I'm Gabe. He's Homer, along with Packers Hall of Famer Mark Tauscher. We'll get to the man in just a second. First, we have to get out to Jason in Minnesota. Jason, you're on Green Bay Game Day postgame on the Tundra Trio Radio Network. Oh, my God, boys. I've been on hold so long. Who won the divisional round? My God, no. <laughs> Congratulations to all of you. Thanks for... Yeah. Hey, give this guy Thanks the hook. We don't need this crap. No, he they was, just lost to the lines. No, no. we can find somebody on, else. He was he was on hold for over an hour. I'm, I'm going to give Homer. him a little bit of leeway. All right. Calm down. No, I'm yeah, sorry. Put, not calming yeah. down. Come on. No. Hey, this is horrible. <laughs> okay, listen. Uh, Rogers, eh, I've been okay. I, in 06, 07, I'm screaming at the TV, please, old man, retire, please, old man, retire. Last year, I find myself even in his MVP thing saying something ain't right, please retire. I, it's, it feels like there's myriad problems there in Green Bay, but it feels like it's his tendencies. I'm not an all 22 guy, but you see people on tw- posting on Twitter shots, you see him throwing into double coverage to Devontae, and you got Lazard open. He doesn't two-step drop, release at the top of his drop, let it rip. I just want to see love. I just want new energy there. I just, his body language, the whole thing, we've seen this thing play out. We just, we're not, I just want a new thing. And that maybe isn't realistic. Like, it's absurd. You, what have you seen from Jordan Love? Well, this is ridiculous, but what I saw in Philadelphia was, what, 8 out of 10 or 8 out of 11, and he was two-step drop release. He was ripping it. Just zip, zing, boom, bam. Even the two incompletions that he threw, they were right there on the hands of the players. There's something about Rodgers, his narcissism, his like hero ball tactics. He, I, there's just something that is just off. It'll never be right. Maybe LaFleur sucks. Maybe he's not a good play caller. Maybe he lacks creative design. But then there's Rodgers as the there's the offense and there's the offense as Roger runs it. So like we just don't know what it is. I just want to see something different. I just want him gone. I was I texted to a buddy. Here we go. We're gonna see Favre all of 2007. Watch the fifty dollar fifty million dollar man. Watch the magic unfold. Bing throws the ridiculous interception. And I'm like, thank you. Please, please let that be the last of it. I've loved the man. He got us a title. A lot of great years of football. I'm just ready to move on. And Joe Barry could go away, too. But anybody who bought the hype, like, what did this offense show us all year long? It showed us nothing. Like, this, these last few weeks, like, it didn't do anything. Rodgers hasn't done anything. It just, like, anybody who bought into the hype was a sucker. Jason, we certainly appreciate the time, and we appreciate you holding. Um, now, I thought this could have been somebody because it sounded a lot like when we got trolled earlier in the show that it was this guy um and and he, he tweeted out he tweeted at you Tausch. so he, you got a shout out on his on on his show as well one other time 
So we go out to him now, 800-855-616-1620, the Bodabox wine line. That's where we find Barstool Big Cat. Hey, guys. How's it going? Oh, God. I just have, listen, I'm coming in peace. I got a couple couple points I just wanted to make. One is uh, I really thought the Packers were ready to make a run. I really do. I thought they were the team that was going to make a run in the playoffs. Unfortunately, they aren't in the playoffs, but – it didn't it feel like a little team of destiny going down the stretch? Now, so here's so, the thing. Here's the thing, Big Cat. I was 100% there with you, and then the team that showed up tonight was the team that showed up the previous 12 weeks before they felt like that team of destiny. Brutal, brutal. The other thing I was wondering, I put out a poll on my Twitter, um, had like 50,000 people uh, vote, and I asked for unbiased, unbiased voters only. Uh, would you rather have the number one pick or just barely miss the playoffs, and also have a, a quarterback that's going to hold you hostage for like the next six months. Which one would you choose, Tausch? Um, <laughs> I want the number one pick. <laughs> I want the number one pick. Hey, I, Big so Cat, would... uh, Big Cat. Before you go, uh, so when you had Rogers on your show. You said yeah. that every time he's eliminated from the playoffs, it's your Super Bowl because the Bears haven't won a Super Bowl in 30 or 40 years. Was yeah. tonight a Super Bowl win for you? Oh, oh, oh yeah. Ring me. I, I tweeted it out. Ring me. I, I raised another banner. It's it's great. It's just a great feeling. They weren't um, good enough to deserve that much attention. Oh, wait, what are you talking about? We just talked about how they were going to make a run. You guys agreed with me. They were Team of Destiny. Uh, who was that? You just agreed with me. How can you say that it, you just agreed with me two seconds I, ago? I agree. Big Cat, I agreed with you. I don't know if Homer actually no, did. No, I tried to help Come on, Tausch Homer. out. No, I tried Come to tell Tausher out a few weeks ago, and he said all yeah, oh, this crap, true, guys. and I said that's garbage. Yes. They were playing great uh, ball. They, I mean, Tua was concussed, whatever. They were playing great <laughs> ball. They beat my Bears. <laughs> like, whatever. Like, they were... They were team of destiny. Listen, I, I they, they were going to make a run. I, unfortunately, I, listen, if I could go back in time and change the result tonight, I would, but I can't. Well, that's, oh, that's no, big of you. That's you mighty big of you. I appreciate that. You would have go to San Francisco and get crushed by the 49ers. Admit it. You would have preferred no. that. Oh, that would have felt better. No. Listen, this is the time it would have been different. Rodgers would have finally figured out oh, you know, yeah. the 49ers. It totally would have gone different. Uh, he's Steve Young and uh, Lafleur's Mariucci. You can run with that. <laughs> Tosh, how do you, Tosh, how do you balance this? Because Big Cat's a you know he's a Wisconsin uh, alum. Yeah, but no, clearly you know yeah. like so, so we, like you're on the that? same page on some things, and then we have this. Tosh, Tosh, Luke Fickle's building a monster, yeah. a monster. Yes, he is. That's it, yes, Big Cat. Is. We see. We can be can on the that. same page on one thing and then completely on different pages, but. Uh, what are we going to say to Big Cat tonight? Hold on. I think we're on the same page with the Packers. That was a team of destiny, ready to make a uh, run for the Lombardi, and it just fell apart. And I, I thought uh, you guys had him, too, when you were down four, because that's where LaFleur wants him. He was going to kick two field goals to, 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 to try to win the game there, because, you know, he learned from the, from the Tampa Bay NFC Championship game. When you're down eight, you've got to kick a field goal. Uh, but I appreciate you guys taking my call. This yeah, hey. a great night. Hey, you're I'm an expert on losing. You're a Bears fan. No one understands uh, hey, losing. Hey, you can't, uh. you can't hurt. You can't hurt me because I. <laughs> all right, you're calling me a loser. I know I'm a loser. You guys thought this team was good, and they stink, and they stink. And Rogers, he said he wasn't going to hold you hostage. He's going to hold you hostage.
He's going to go wishy-washy. Not holding me hostage. <laughs> no, we're going to get cryptic Instagram uh, you know, messages. Uh, we're going to get weird things like, am I, am I not? And then he's going to come back for $58 million. And uh, we're going to be same place, same time next year. I can't wait to talk to you guys then. All right. We lo- I look forward to it, Big Cat. Uh, uh, pre- right, spring, you uh, spring, I'll tell you what, spring ball is going to be great, though. Spring ball is going to be great. too much. He's just oh, laughing yeah. too much. Well, again, he when he had Rogers on his show, what he, do you want us to say? Oh, what do you want us to say? Big cats got it. Big cats. Big cats night. He just won a it's championship tonight. Yeah, it's Big Cats Championship night. Parade tonight. Listen, Rogers texted me when it was, I think it's like eight in a row the, the the Packers are beating the Bears. He texted me after uh, the game in December. He's like eight in a row. I get to have this night. I get to have this. Yeah, they are good enough to to be worthy of your joy. Yes, yes. Well, I appreciate you guys taking my call. You didn't have to do that. And I will be listening for the rest of the show. Honestly, you guys should just go for, for the next six hours. I'll stay up <laughs> with you, all right? All right. Appreciate okay, it, Big Cat. Uh, unfortunately for Big Cat, though, Tausch is going to be ducking out. But uh... first, we have to give out the man. Who was the man in the green and gold game? It's time to find out who the man is. The man is sponsored by New Male Medical Center. Guys struggling with low testosterone, ED, and weight loss have had success at New Male. You can too. Schedule your consultation at newmail.com and discover the new you. I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man. Homer. Five catches, 104 yards. Come on. That's how bad Aaron Rodgers is. Even with a weapon, Mr. Watson, he still can't get it done. Tosh? Um, I mean, it's Big Cat's night. I'm not going to yeah. give Big Cat the man, but okay. Big Cat could be, uh, he, he won a ring tonight. Yeah. Kenny Clark, Kenny Clark is the man. I think he was giving Detroit all kinds of problems, but uh, not enough at the end, but for that first half, and I think what he was able to do, Kenny Clark, Devontae Wyatt, the inside guys were abusing the guards, but uh, there's you get eliminated from the playoffs at home against Detroit. There's not a ton of people to be the man. Uh, yeah, so these were these were tough, um, you know, like the man and difference-making player of the game and stuff like that when they were going through that five-game losing streak. It's, you know, you're kind of making stuff up. Uh, it turns out it's even harder when you get eliminated by the Lions at home because it just... Yeah, cool. You can name Christian Watson the man. Well, cool. that's the only reason they scored a touchdown because he had the huge catch. Otherwise, yeah, but, but also, goals. like, it doesn't matter because they lost, right? That's like, in the season's yeah. over. So, um, I, tip of the cap to Jamal Williams. Everybody loves Jamal Williams. Broke a Barry Sanders record. I understand he got one more game in which to do it. But anytime it, you get to break a record from Barry Sanders, good on you. And everybody still here loves Jamal Williams. So, tip of the cap to him. He can be the man. Uh, that tells you. Yeah, that tells you all you need to know. Yep, is that you're the man. Was Jamal Williams, uh, who doesn't even play for the Green Bay Packers? Nope. That's where we're at. Yep. My man is Joe you Barry. Because think- it's the last time I'm ever going to mention his name. Well, his ass is gone. Do you think that the you know because there's a lot of correlation tonight between the Favre championship game and Rodgers tonight and throwing the pick mm-hmm. and all of that. Uh, do you think that the cold weather now, because there's going to be people that are going to say the Lambo mystique is gone, and what are we? How are we going to argue with it's that? Been gone for in a the while. respect of, yeah, uh, 
losing to the Lions at home. We never used to, I remember there's a 30 30 year streak that Detroit hadn't won a game in the state of Wisconsin. Yep. And that was in Milwaukee when they won. So is it getting to the point now where we're going to say Rodgers doesn't want to play in the cold and you know the last year when we got beat by San Fran in the in the playoff people were calling in saying build a dome over it. This is the painful part of being a Packer fan when you get eliminated or you lose in the playoffs and all of these questions come up, and especially with Rodgers being at the end and maybe this was his last game, is he no longer a guy you want in the cold? He, he I, just, I got today, a myriad of things going on in my head. Yeah, I, I, I guess that never thought that thought never crossed my mind, you know, when far through that pick in that 07 championship game, you know, where Brett just yeah. clearly looked like he didn't want to be there. I didn't get that vibe from Rodgers tonight or any other cold weather game that they've had. He looked the same tonight as he did in warmer weather when they were going through it earlier this season. You know, it, I don't know if it's the injuries, you know, the thumb and then the ribs later that he suffered uh, against Philly. I, I don't know what it is, but I don't think it's strictly the cold. I, I think there might be some. I, I, Personally, I want to blame the thumb because that's going to make me feel better when he comes back next year. I can just go, oh, it was the thumb. He'll be back. He'll be fine. He'll figure it out. But I, I don't know what it was because it, it, to me, with that 07 year, Brett is the only other player who received an MVP vote other than uh, Tom Brady that year. Like, Brett was great that entire year, and then something just was off in that NFC Championship game. Clearly, he didn't want to play in the cold. Rodgers was just kind of off for all 17 games. Yeah, because huh. no Devontae Adams. That certainly hurt. Yes. I mean, it's hard to you look at his numbers, you know, over the last two years. I mean, it's you got to go back to 16 to find where you had a couple of receivers. I mean, no, yeah. Mm-hmm. You just made him. Yeah. Uh, it's Is it weird tonight, though, that so many people are taking such joy – you look at the Minnesota Vikings. I have some Viking fans text me and tweet at me, and they're taking a ton of joy. And obviously, the Bears fans. And it's uh, I'm not. Surprised. Is this the end it's, of an era? It, it could be. No, I'm not. I, I get it. That's what happens when you're, uh, you know, the storied franchise, oh, yes. and you have it's, all the championships. Over there, you, Rogers, they could do something for a year, but yeah, I mean, like I said, well, then the era is not over. Well, well, that's could, my question. But could you could do it for a year? Teams do it for a year, you know. What Gabe, you, is the era over? I'm still going to say no. Rogers is back next year. Yeah, but so he has one. You know, has he got more than one year? I don't know, but the era is not over. Oh. If he's back next year, oh. isn't the era winning? I mean, the, no, the era is Brett and Rogers. Oh, okay. But I mean, like I said, Aaron Rodgers is gone. Done. Has to have another name. That's not. You, you Aaron pro- Rodgers is not coming back. I don't know. I kind of felt like you, you were saying the same thing back in 18, 19. Yeah, he did. He did. No, I didn't. 2016. I, I know you did in 2016. Um, Called him Al Rodgers. That's where the whole Al Rodgers yeah, thing had, came from. Right. He had during that portion, but it wasn't like. He was going to be Al Rogers forever. It was during that time. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't special, but it wasn't like he had to be Al Rogers forever. I think now it's... he's Al Rogers forever, and you know he's he's capable. Great players, and Brady did it. 
Aaron Rodgers has something special left in him. They always do. He's got one year. He's got one something. Well, if he's got one year left, then he's not gone forever. It's true. But Tell pretty sh- much gone. It'll be a flu. It'll be it'll be the exception when it happens. If it happens, I, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt on that. But, um, you know, if Aaron Rodgers is done, he's done. Fine. Bye. Thanks. No, it's not that easy. Why, yes, uh, it, it is. So it's not that easy. No. It's not that easy to just say, fine, leave. No. That's crazy talk. If he comes no, back, that's crazy he talk. comes back. I'm not losing any sleep over it. If you don't want, if he doesn't want to come back, then don't come back. Go find no, somewhere I, else you where want, you go. I, well, it's not that, right, it's not I, that I, guaranteed special if he comes back. Do you agree with that? Uh, yeah, I'll agree with that. Yeah. Right. It's it not wasn't special, special this year. Nope. It was not special this year, and I'm gonna. So, Gabe, I'm heading out. Yep. I've had enough. Yep. Uh, I'm sad. <laughs> I'm bummed. I get you. I feel you. No, I have. I've I've had enough. It's been a it's been a I'm long jealous. hard season where we had all these great expectations and damn, uh, they didn't even really tease us. It was kind of a slap to the face, really, from London on. Yeah, and then I don't know what got into me and I think a lot of us thought well you because we still believed that if you have Aaron Rodgers as quarterback and your defense plays better that you're dangerous can and can beat anybody Mm -hmm. and tonight proved that this group of players they didn't have that even though we thought after last week they did and I was hoping that they did and as we always say, hope isn't a strategy, and it wasn't this year. This team hoped it could replace Devontae Adams. They hoped they'd have enough pass rush. They hoped Joe Barry would figure it out. They hoped the special teams would be better. They hoped Sammy Watkins was going to be a number one or number two wideout. They hoped David Bakhtiari was going to be able to play 17 weeks. And you know what? It wasn't enough. And now we're sitting here with the 15th pick. We didn't learn anything about Jordan Love, and we don't know what the hell is going to happen with our quarterback. And Sounds like fun. No, it was like the worst-case scenario uh, yeah. for the end of the season, wasn't yeah, it? When it's... you go back now and look back six games ago, this is the uh, worst. The worst. Yep. It could have uh, happened. Tausch, get some sleep, man. Yeah and, yeah, and guys, you know, just to put a bow on it, if you're answering that question Big Cat threw at us at the end, you have to answer the Bears. You can't answer the Packers in that case. You can't, unless you're insane. What is the What was the question again? You would rather have the first pick overall and be in the Bears position or get your heart ripped out at home against the Detroit oh. Lions and draft 15th. Yeah, I agree with you. With a lot of uncertain things, certainly, no, surrounding the an, Packers. Yeah. Uh, Tausch, we appreciate it, man. Uh, we'll listen to you tomorrow morning. Wildey and Tausch, 9 a.m. on ESPN Wisconsin. All right. Sounds good. More of your calls coming up in two minutes. Green Bay Game Day postgame. More of Green Bay Game Day po- and sponsored by Bud Light. Light, clean, and crisp tasting on the Tundra Trio Radio Network.
Running a little bit behind here on the Green Bay Game Day postgame. I'm Gabe Nights along with Homer. We're still taking your calls, though, on that Butterbox wine line, 855-616-1620. We go to Jacob in Detroit. Jacob, you're on Green Bay Game Day postgame. Jacob, are you there? Hello? Yep. What do you got, Jacob? Hey. Hey, how y'all doing? Doing great. How are you, man? Good. Uh, I just had a, a kind of feeler to throw your way. Uh does it, does it feel bad that the Packers have the worst future of every NFC North team? I mean, I appreciate you holding on for an hour just to you know, troll the postgame show. I don't um, know that that's the case. I, I don't know if that's the case either, because the Bears still have a lot of things that they need to figure out. Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of it comes down for the Packers for the... Um, you know what? What's Aaron Rodgers going to do? Huh. What are they going to do with? The pay? I mean, things in the NFL change so rapidly and so quickly. That being said, like, what's going to happen with Minnesota? <laughs> I mean, even though they won the division this year, I don't think anybody believes in the Minnesota Vikings. Packers finished with a positive point differential. Detroit finished with a positive point differential. Both those teams are out of the playoffs. Minnesota in with a negative point differential. Like yeah. nobody believes in Minnesota. Well, I don't know. If there's anybody that you believe in that strongly. In the division, so no. No. it's all about the assumption about the Packers getting works is all based on you know quarterback after Aaron Rodgers. A hundred percent. They could still easily compete equally with those other teams after Rodgers, even if the quarterback isn't that good. Please remember to ring the bell, put money in the Salvation Army Red Kettle this holiday season. Donate now, org. We are going to hear from that quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. His postgame press conference coming up next, Green Bay Game Day postgame. More of Green Bay Game Day postgame coming up next. Presented by Island Resort and Casino. And sponsored by Bud Light. Brewed with four simple ingredients for the highest quality taste. On the Tundra Trio Radio Network. You're listening to Green Bay Game Day postgame. With Gabe, Homer, and Tausch. Presented by Island Resort and Casino. And sponsored by Bud Light. America's favorite light lager since 1982. On the Tundra Trio Radio Network. The QB Presser brought to you by Ridge Stop Exteriors here on the Green Bay Game Day post game. Here is QB1 after the game. What's uh, going through your mind as you and Randall walk with your arms around each other off the field? I just love the man. I, I've uh, always had a tight friendship with him and uh, just a lot of gratitude uh, in the midst of uh, disappointment. Uh, the best part about this game is the relationships that come out of it because those last longer than the career. And I'm thankful for Randall. Where do you stand on what you want to do next year? I mean, it's a little raw right now. You know, it's just a little bit after the game. So I uh, want to take the emotion out of it and have the conversations and see where the organization's at and see how I feel after some time has passed. Is there any sort of timetable with that? Is there like a date where you want to make your decision by? Or? Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to hold them hostage. Uh, you know, I understand, uh, you know, we're still in January here. March is for agency, so um, just need some time to, uh, like I said, get the emotion out of it and then um, figure out what's best. Is there, do you think is the decision all yours? You think or no? I don't think so. I think there's got to be mutual 
uh, on both sides. So you could, because your contract, obviously, you got the guarantee. So if they wanted to move on, or at least were open to it, would you be open to that too, or? To what? To going to a different team. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't like saying never, but um, got to see how I'm feeling first. Uh, once the emotions out of it, and then have the right conversations and see uh, see what the best direction is. And you, you've said before that I think the term you used was you didn't want to go out like a bum. Uh, I'm not saying you, you played like one, but does not making the playoffs and maybe some of the struggles you had this season maybe make you lean toward wanting to come back? Do you think that will play a role in it? Not really. I mean, I have a lot of pride in what I've accomplished in this league. Uh, you know, a lot of ways, I don't feel like we should have been even in this position with some of the some of the games that we lost, especially in that, in that stretch of uh, five games. But this is the reality we're in, and obviously didn't get get it done tonight. Uh, you know, you want to go out winning Super Bowl, but very rare that it, that actually gets to happen. Um, don't want to, you know, lose your last game. Uh, and miss out in the playoffs, but uh, this is a, a great profession and a really tough business, and doesn't always end uh, with rainbows for everybody. Not, I don't want this to sound disrespectful, Lawrence. I swear it's not. But it's okay, bro. You don't have I to mean, lead in like that. I know. <laughs> We've known each other long I mean, enough. Look, you're a four-time MVP. You're going to the Hall of Fame. So you, when you ask a guy. Do you still have it? I want someone to come across him like a prick, you know? No, not at all, Bill. And, and look, we've known each other for a long time, so I don't take anything that uh, anybody says here personally. There's been some side conversations over the years if, if I felt like something might have been uh, taken out of context or anything, but I respect you guys and, you, and the job that you have to do and questions that are hard like that. Um, yeah, and the answer is yes. You know, I feel like, um, you know, obviously losing Devontae was, was – uh, a, a big deal, but you know, we didn't uh, fill that void. And I mean, nobody can. He's you know, he's superhuman. He's phenomenal. But uh, there was hope in, in certain things that was going to fill that void, and ultimately that just didn't happen. The things that we were able to do, I think, um, you know, may have been taken for granted at times because we were able to create so many different things in the moment. Um, over the years, and especially over the last couple of years, because uh, not much really changed other than his absence from from the lineup. Obviously, Marquez not being here, uh, and some other pieces in the line. But um, but I, I think that there's a lot of good young talent on the team, and if certain guys make the jumps from years one to two, this offense could look a little bit different. You've been so used to success um, here. How hard was this season for you in its totality? I mean, it was frustrating at times, but it was ultimately really uh, some really beautiful moments. Uh, it's weird to say, and I actually do really believe that, uh, as disappointing as this is, there was a lot of really uh, incredible uh, moments and life lessons. Um, life and the season is like a big ceremony. And ceremonies can be tough. Uh, you got to go through some stuff and a lot of lessons to be learned. Missing the playoffs and losing home like this. I'm thankful for the season. I'm thankful for the, the friendships that got strengthened, the new friendships, uh, the moments on the field, off the field, 
at Chad's on Friday nights with the crew and everything in between. Um, that's the beauty in this game. It's given me a lot, and I'm really thankful for it. That's Aaron Rodgers after the game as the Packers eliminated from postseason contention as they fall 20-16 to to the Trent Lions on Sunday Night Football. Green Bay Game Day postgame brought to you by Bud Light, America's favorite light lager since 1982. Light, crisp, and refreshing. An ice cold Bud Light is waiting for you, brewed with four simple ingredients for the highest quality taste. Barley, rice, hops, and water. Pick up Bud Light during your next visit to your favorite local retailer. Enjoy responsibly 2022 Anheuser-Busch Bud Light, St. Louis, Missouri. Jason Wildey, he's next on Green Bay Game Day postgame. Back after this with more Green Bay game day postgame on the Tundra Trio Radio Network. Presented by Island Resort and Casino. And sponsored by Bud Light. Four simple high-quality ingredients, barley, rice, hops, and water. Welcome back to Green Bay game day postgame on the Tundra Trio Radio Network. Presented by Island Resort and Casino. With Gabe, Homer, and Tausch. And sponsored by Bud Light. Light, crisp, and refreshing. An ice-cold Bud Light is waiting for you. Your key to inside the numbers, inside the hash marks, and inside the locker room. All Packers, all the time. Packers reporter Jason Wildey is on Green Bay Game Day Postgame. Brought to you by WPS Health Solutions. Visit OperationFanMail.com to nominate an active duty service member or military veteran for recognition this season. He is our friend, he is our teammate, and he's joining us for the season finale of Green Bay Game Day postgame as the Packers fall 20-16 to the Detroit Lions at home. He is Jason Wildey. Good morning, Jason. Hi, guys. How are you? Not great. It's appropriate that the, uh, what was the final score again? 20-16. to 16. It's appropriate since i got to pay Jason 20 bucks. I was that sure the Packers were going to win. That's the whole end of the yeah, season, you Jason. You away free money. I was, Jason. <laughs> the end of the season was as is the worst it could have been, right? I mean, there's if you had said what you don't want to have happen, didn't get any information about George, whatever, and in the end, they were what they were before the five games. They were they created a tease equal to yeah, and it. That's a really good point that I didn't I didn't compute that into the equation. Um. But, yeah, not only did you then fail when you had the opportunity to go to the playoffs, but because you had that opportunity all the way through the last game, you didn't get a look yeah. at Jordan Love. Couldn't have been worse. That counted. It's the worst. That's like, a, that's like a, a, an, extra, an extra drawback to yeah. failing to win. Well, speaking really of quarterbacks, speaking of quarterbacks, what was your impression walking out of the Aaron Rodgers press conference? Yeah, I don't do impressions. That's uh that's Frank that's, Galliano's department. Well, that's not uh, true, Jason. Just, I've heard you do Kermit the Frog fantastically. Um, Jason, it's the first time I've laughed in the whole show. <laughs> so nicely done. And as Mickey Mouse would say, "Yes, oh boy, it's um, really good too." Yeah, look, it is excellent. I, I don't, I, I like it's it's super convoluted, right? Like he, we were talking about it after he finished. Like, and I've always said this about Rogers; he's the ultimate. Rorschach test about everything. Like, if you love Aaron Rodgers, you take things he says and you view them in a positive light. If you can't stand him, you think he's a jerk, you think he's a narcissist, whatever, then you look at them in the most negative possible light. I have a new one for you, Jason. Oh, boy. Okay. I don't care. Well, I know, but I'm still trying to answer Gabe's question. (laughs) Um, and, And so I think that press conference is another version of 
him being a Rorschach test, which is if you think he's coming back, then you heard what you wanted to hear that he will come back. And if you think he's done so, or if you're among those fans that are like, Hey, tear it down to the studs. This ain't working. It ain't getting you a title anyway. You might as well start the rebuild here and move on from Bakhtiari and Cobb and Mercedes Lewis and Mason Crosby and Aaron Rodgers and suck it up for a year where you're going to be four and 13. And then, you know, I mean, my gosh, the, Jacksonville Jaguars have gone from having the number one overall pick to being in the playoffs, right? So um, however you kind of view him, you know, you could find justification for that view in the things he said. And so for me, like I I flat out said it to him, like, I'm sorry, I find it hard to believe that a guy who's so ultra competitive that Mike McCarthy had to raise the basketball hoops so you knuckleheads wouldn't play pickup ball and get hurt. Uh, is now going to walk away with with that pass being his last pass, just like Brett Favre's last pass in a Packer uniform was an interception. I, I don't explain how that's possible. And he acknowledged that that's a reasonable position for me to have. Um, and then what I thought was interesting, though, and again, this goes back to are you open to the possibility that he would walk away, his line, the next sentence was, at some point the carousel comes to a stop and it's time to get off. And I think you kind of know when that is. And that's what needs to be contemplated. So, like, I I don't know. I don't personally, I didn't believe Favre was ready to retire. Uh, I don't believe this guy is. Um, I do think he's pretty frustrated. Um, you know, he threw the general manager to some degree under the bus by saying that basically the plan was to replace Devontae Adams, and that didn't happen with players beyond just the draft class. Uh, he said the last three play calls sting a little bit, but I've still got to execute. So he basically threw play caller under the bus for their last three offensive plays. Uh, obviously, I think he wa- he wanted to go into – but knew he shouldn't into what exactly was wrong with the offense all year. And he stopped himself from doing so. So, you know, the other part of this equation is that he seems to have convinced himself um, that the Packers may not want him back. Now I, I, I flat out asked him have, the, you know, I said, I saw Goody talking to you while you were getting dressed. Uh, he said it wasn't a deep conversation. I said, okay, good to know. But has anyone in this organization indicated to you that they might not want you back, or is that just the feeling you get? And he admitted it's just a feeling that he has, that no one has articulated that to him. So if they don't want him back, no one has told him that. And I don't know if that's a conversation that's still to come or that's a figment of his imagination, uh, but he certainly sounded like someone who believes that this is a two-way decision. He has to decide if he wants to keep playing, and then the other part of it is do they want him to keep playing for them, or is he gonna, if he's going to keep playing, is he going to have to play somewhere else? Because remember, this is the guy that after he signed the extension said that he was going to retire as a Packer, which I have always, no matter who the player is that says that, always believed you should never say that because 
Nobody really knows that for sure. Pausch and Leroy Butler and Donald Driver are the exceptions that prove the rule of how rare that is. So, you know, I, I just, I don't, I don't know. Uh, again, he talked for a really long time. Personally, my favorite answer that we got from him wasn't about his future. You know, I, I was walking down from the press box contemplating how to ask it without sounding like a complete jerk. Um, and so I said, you know, you're a basketball fan. You've heard the old saying, ball don't lie. Is that the case here? I mean, did you guys get what you deserved? I mean, you look at the way they lost the game today. It looked like a hell of a lot of other games they lost this year. Mm-hmm. Not, not playing complimentary football. Offense not doing diddly-poo. Defense not getting getting stops during the course of the game, but not getting them when they really needed them, right? I mean, defense gets a stop, gets the ball back to Rodgers. Hey, maybe they do win, right? Or maybe he throws another pick or whatever happens. But, you know, uh, special teams not doing anything that really helps you. Turning the ball over. He threw a pick. Aaron Jones fumbled. Um, I don't understand why they went for it on fourth down. I didn't like that idea even before I saw the play call. Um, It just was – it was all the same stuff that happened – when they were losing stuff that happens to bad football teams. Yeah. Right. So, and so, and, and in the end, he basically said, yes, they got what they deserved. <sighs> so what's your first thought of all the thoughts you can have? What's the first one, Jason? Mason Crosby says he still wants to play. I got that out of him. That was awesome. I'd have him back. Um, yeah. I'd bring I, him back. Uh, well, well, I, I, I mean, well, let me be clear. I would, too. I really like Mason. It's been great covering him. It was nice to have a guy who would be contemplating retirement after the game say that he plans on continuing to play. <laughs> Flat out. <that's> nice. <laughs> that was great. I really Because I didn't know. I didn't know what he was going to say when I asked him. Uh, so that was great. All right. But no, no, it wasn't specific to Mason. It was just the idea of someone actually knowing what they want to do. So the discussion of Rodgers didn't have enough weapons. Uh, Lafleur's lost it as a play caller. Um, can Rodgers still play? And he'll come back only if he gets some weapons. They add some pieces. Um, take any or all of those. Any makes sense? Yeah. Any you buy? Any you what? Yeah, the, I think they're all kind of in this weird stew of what the hell happens next, right? And I, I, I was just telling Jim Polzine my longtime friend, and I like to call him the new Otzi at the State Journal, but the columnist that uh, is working on his column as he sits next to me. You know, when I when I listen to the entirety of Rogers talking, um, I, I, I hear a guy who was frustrated with a lot of different aspects of the operation. And... He, as he always does, left just enough passive-aggressive breadcrumbs to let you know that he was frustrated. Um, I, I, I do think, I don't think I know, that there are some aspects where he failed this team. You know, you can't put it all on the GM and the head coach and the scheme and young players not knowing what to do and all that. Like, he's got to wear it, too. Um, and I don't care if a guy's bearing down on you. When you throw that pick, I looked a hell of a lot like a Brett Favre pick at the end of the 07 uh, NFC Championship game to me. 
you know, I, again, I don't know if he's expecting Christian Watson to do something different on the route, but he threw the ball. It was intercepted. You know, he mentioned, I think Bobby Tunyon is the one who fell down running through route, which would have held the safety. But again, bottom line is the ball is picked. But when I try to kind of distill everything he said down to where he might be at, like, I think he has to figure out, does he believe that they're, as he said, a couple players away, and that could be guys that develop from year one to year two or year two to year three, uh, or has, does he, is he right? Is his intuition right? And down deep, Goody would like to get rid of all the old guys, start fresh with Jordan Love, throwing to Romeo Dobbs, who was largely invisible tonight. Uh, I mean, the drop Washington. wasn't invisible. No, it's true. I mean, that was at his ankles. It wasn't a great throw. But no, no I'm, that's not the one I'm talking about, Jason. Oh, I'm talking, the other one. I'm yeah. talking about the yeah. one, probably the best throw yep. Aaron Rodgers made all night, and I'm not even sure he yep. was ready for it. Yep, I think you're, uh, that, you're right. You're right. Does um, Rodgers still believe in Matt LaFleur? Um, uh, probably not. Okay. Right? Oof. I mean, if we're being honest. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, if we're being honest, if you believe in him, you don't say what you did about the three play calls. That's fair. Right? Um, but to me, and, and this was kind of where I was going to end with you guys, is that I wanted to get back to the bye week we talked to Goody. And he, he talks about a myriad of different things, and we're asking if he wants Rodgers back. And I will hear this echoing for as long as this process now takes between the end of this game and us finding out what the hell is going to happen next with this quarterback. And him saying, from the minute I set foot in this building, I learned that no matter what comes with having a great quarterback, it's all worth it. And I don't know if he was trying to convince us or convince himself of that, because I think he has thought that Aaron Rodgers is a pain in the butt for a long time. But I think he also recognizes that whatever inconveniences he creates, he gives you a much better chance of winning. Now, they didn't win tonight, and there is the lure of the siren song of potential that every young player, including Jordan Love, has that you think about giving it a shot. And obviously, in 2008, the Packers gave a young quarterback that they drafted in the first round a shot. And while it didn't pay dividends in 08, we know it paid dividends a couple of years later. So that's the decision Goody has to make. That's the decision Rodgers has to – like, I don't believe that Rodgers will not play football in 2023. Um, it'll be here or it'll be somewhere else. But I personally do not believe he will retire. But he did not say that. He left you plenty of reasons to think that he could retire. But I just keep hearing what Goody said about basically to to put it in plain English, quarterbacks are worth all the BS that comes with them when they're great. And I think he believes that even if it takes a little convincing on his own behalf. And if that's the case, you know, I, I lean toward – the idea of the Packers wanting to move on from him largely being a figment of Rogers' imagination and not anything that the Packers actually truly want to do. Jason, thank you for the time. Thank you for uh, joining us all season long here on Green Bay Game Day postgame. Well, I know I'm supposed to say good morning, but that still is something I say you know, when I talk to you on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. So I'm going to say good night because it's still p.m. 
in a couple of time zones. <laughs> Thank you, Jason. All right, boys. Take care. Be good. America's favorite light lager since 1982. Of course, that's Bud Light. Light, crisp, and refreshing. Ice cold Bud Light waiting for you. Brewed with four simple ingredients for the highest quality taste. Barley, rice, hops, water. Pick up Bud Light during your next visit to your favorite local retailer. Enjoy responsibly. 2022 Anheuser-Busch Bud Light, St. Louis, Missouri. If you're on hold, stay on hold. We will get to you. I promise you that as we wrap up Green Bay, Green Bay Game Day postgame. Coming up next. More of Green Bay Game Day postgame. Missouri. This is Green Bay Game Day Postgame with Gabe, Homer, and Tausch. Presented by Island Resort and Casino and sponsored by Bud Light. Light, clean, and crisp tasting on the Tundra Trio Radio Network. Was hoping it wouldn't be. Disappointed in myself that I thought it wouldn't be. We don't get to do one after they're out of the playoffs? Nah, that's it. We don't get to decide, well, the Packers would have won. No. Uh, we will have extra coverage tomorrow on ESPN Milwaukee. Uh, if you happen to listen from noon until 1, I'll be doing some special shows with a number of different Packers podcasters. Uh, Homer, you guys are going to be extending your show. And there will be plenty to react to, um, whether that's uh, speculating about Aaron Rodgers' future or actually knowing the future of Joe Barry. We'll get to all of that. Uh, But we do have to get to some of these callers who have been doing a great job patiently waiting on the line here on Green Bay Game Day postgame on that Boda Box Wine line, 855-616-1620. We go out to Doug in Milwaukee. Doug, you're on Green Bay Game Day postgame with Homer and Gabe. Hey, guys. uh, I'll talk about the Aaron Rodgers. You know, I... We've been spoiled for 30 years with great quarterback play. I've been a Packers fan my whole life. I've seen, you know, Randy Wright and David Whitehurst and Lynn Dickey throwing interceptions and Blair Keel. So I appreciate it. But, look, um, the Packers are going to win a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers next year? No. And they didn't win one in two years ago when they were number one seed with him. They didn't win last year when they had home field number one again. Um, I think at this point, you've really got to rip the Band-Aid off because you're, I, I don't see us going forward with a 40-year-old quarterback who's not going to get a Super Bowl, and then you know we're at the same place next year, and then we're going to fall off the cliff. I'd rather see Jordan Love. If he can do it next year, he can't, or he can or he can't. And if he can't, then you'll have a bad record, and you'll be in a good position to get an, another quarterback. But I think the Aaron Rodgers saga, and, what, and I think Tauscher touched on it a little briefly, I just don't see him committed all into the team. I mean, he didn't show up for OTAs knowing that he had a brand-new receiver core, a bunch of rookies. He couldn't be bothered even being paid $50-plus million to show up and work with these guys. He routinely throws people under the bus. Um, I think his act's just wearing a little thin, and, and I, well, I appreciate the great quarterback play. He's not going to get us to Super Bowl, and so I think it's time to move on and start a new chapter in quarterback play in Green Bay. Yeah, I, I appreciate the call, Doug. Um, yeah, that's... So you want me to have a position. My position is, I used to be bothered by that yeah. position. No, I don't. No, that's a fair position to hold. I think that's fair. Well, everything that Doug said. Yes. Very fair. Um, you can disagree with some of it. Right. Like, I still think... Do I think that Aaron Rodgers is going to win a Super Bowl next year? No. I, I think, honestly, if the Packers are going to have a chance to win a Super Bowl again, 
with Aaron Rodgers at quarterback, it's 2024. It's not, not, it's not this upcoming season. It's the season after. Really? Wow. Mm-hmm. Especially because the way that Chewy always talks about it, he says the, year, the jump from two to three, that's always the big one. And they've got a lot of... Quay Walker was an idiot tonight. But before he was an idiot, he was playing a hell of a game. The defense got better because of how they used him. We saw Christian Watson. We saw Romeo Dubs. We saw those guys. Zach Tom. They had a lot of rookies who contributed this year. Um, and if they, again, continue that progress, I don't think it's a Super Bowl team next year. I, I think that some of the cap limitations prevent them from bringing in a ton of new talent. But I think 2024 potentially could they've, be that. They've got to get, and Rogers. I don't know if we play, they've got to get him some help. Yep. They've yep. got to realize that Tom Brady was right and yeah. Rodgers is right. He's not good enough to never make was. stuff. Never was, by the way. Never right. was. Right. But I mean, even more so now. He yeah. doesn't make as many of those amazing plays. But, I mean, again, I think back and, and my thought was kind of right and this was even worse. It's 2015 all over again. Once they lost Jordy, yes. the team stunk. Correct. I mean, they got lucky that James Jones came back, and James Jones had a little bit more than the tank than Randall Cobb does now, but he could get on the same page. And, you know, Randall Cobb was beat up. Devontae Adams wasn't Devontae Adams back in 2015, but Rodgers was able to pace it together, but that was one of his worst seasons. Still yeah. ended up winning a postseason game, almost got to an NFC Championship game, but he was a little bit better back then, was a little bit more accurate, certainly a better season than this, but I think it's kind of similar. Ron in Milwaukee, Ron, you're on Green Bay Game Day postgame. Good evening, everyone. How you doing? Not great. That's all right. Um, Homer, I'm not complaining about waiting an hour. It's always worth waiting an hour to talk to you guys. Yeah. Even if that's a lie, that's nice. It's a lie, but it's still nice. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) I I agree with the other guy. Bigger and Rogers fan, but I'm ready to see someone else. I don't believe he has the capacity to take us to the Super Bowl. I don't believe he has the capacity to be all in. And all in means working with the young receivers in the team, coming into OTAs, not screaming and hollering and throwing down your laptop like a prima donna, and not throwing all your coaches and your teammates and the GM and everybody under the bus. I never believe Devontae Adams was coming back, and I don't think he and the Rodgers were that close. I just believe that his act is wearing thin, and as you get older, you work harder, and I don't see him working harder. So I appreciate all the years and the stuff that he's given us over the years, but I'm in the Homer crew. I don't care anymore and almost feel like go on somewhere else and either help some of us win a team or be a Russell Wilson of a team. But I'm, I'm just tired of him. I'm tired of him. I'm tired of his act. I don't just think he's a good. I don't think he's a good teammate, and I don't think he's a good leader. All right, that's fair. Appreciate the call, Ron. Look, I'll say this. Uh, and he mentioned his leadership change this week, and I I don't think he yelled at players as the season went on. When you saw him yelling, I think he was mm-hmm. more at the ground to kind of let some of that frustration out. And he hasn't thrown anybody under the bus in a while. I think that builds up. And now, you know, you got the end of the year, you know, you got to have that release. You got to throw somebody under the bus. The guy's been used to doing it all the time, right? So you had to throw a couple people under the bus tonight. Maybe that's me make, making excuses. No, I'm not, I'm not tired of his act. I don't, I, I'm still fascinated by him. I still think, unlike uh, Hubbard, I still think he's a good person. I just look at it from just assessing as a football player and as for the team. And, um, 
whatever happens. Deep down, I, I do believe these great ones always have an extra year. They always have that one, and, you know, people, Favre had it. He In got really, really close. And so there's a part of me that wants them to get some weapons for him and see what happens. I, I wonder if this is because of the injuries. This is like Favre in New York. Like, he had a really good start to that year. People forget about hurt. it. Then, yes. then he had the bicep injury, right. and he started throwing interceptions left and right, and the Jets ended up missing the playoffs. But maybe because this the, the injuries, this is the Aaron year, and then next year's the yeah, Brett Favre I mean, in Minnesota I first don't, year. I, I just don't know how hurt he is. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't know that either. Um, they they alluded to it on the television broadcast that at one point after it was a field third down, he had stepped into the pocket, tried to run for it. Uh, Detroit was able to bottle him up, and they said that they were looking at his thumb and his wrist, but ultimately didn't wrap anything up, and obviously he finished the game. We go out to Rocky and Kenosha. Rocky, you're on Green Bay Game Day post. Hey, listen, a couple quick things. Obviously, everything's about Rodgers tonight, right? Yes, sir. So, couple things. Yes, yes, he's definitely not as good in the cold weather. Let's just put that to rest, all right? As you get older, I worked outside construction. It's not the same. Actually, the big But thing he's Tom not that out. old. I mean, I want to tell you, there's a certain age we're old. By, Come on. Old football standards, okay? So all right. he's, 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 he's not the same in the cold, all right? all right? The other thing is he's definitely class act. He's going to let us all know what's best for him and the Packers. And how you know how he says everybody's got to be mutual and all of that. We're going to know in enough time. Of course, I don't know. We don't know how good love is, but we're going to know in enough time if if Rogers is going to move on, retire, trade him, come back, whatever. All right. The other thing is, I agree with you, Homer. Hundred percent, Devontae Adams extended Rogers to the MVP level the last three or four years. But in Rogers' defense. Why wouldn't, as a guy gets older, he needs more talent around him, not less. So, you know, the Packers chose not to prioritize the wide receiver position and get him a legitimate number two throughout that whole process. You know, he had Adams. They wait till Adams, MBS, and EQ are gone before they drafted three wide receivers. Now, I'm a high school coach, 40 years. It's real simple. This was a JV season. They played with eight rookies who majorly contributed by the end of the year, including Carpenter. So I'm not like you guys that this is all doom and gloom. I never thought the Packers were better than a 10-win team when you lose all the starters we lost. And, yes, if they go out and get a tight end and a legitimate wide receiver, that because Watson's a two, Dobbs isn't even a three on the Lions, okay, after tonight, obviously. He's not better than Osborne on the Vikings. So Watson is a solid two. We need, like, with that 15th pick, a C.D. Lamb-type guy and, and, and maybe a tight end in the second round. And we're as good as anybody. And like you said, Homer, you go about what you got to do, regardless if Rodgers is going to be back or not, because those types of moves will be good for Jordan Love, wherever the next quarterback is. I don't understand all this doom and gloom. Like like uh, the, the whole said, 2023 and 2024 are much better than what 2022 is. And you know what? To answer the Bear fan, of course we'd rather be in the position we are with the 15th pick. Do you know how many great players, are, uh, weapons are available, playmakers in the 15th pick, than be the 32nd pick with the Bears? Nah. 
This is a division Bears that we number can one have. Pick. Hopefully Rodgers comes back. He's with 30 and if not, <laughs> I think Love's going to need it. <laughs> Rocky, we appreciate the – You guys yeah, I mean, all you... have your doom and gloom. I'm optimistic, baby. And I didn't buy into the hype that we were a good football team this year. By the way, I, okay. I, I now now you're just zigging and zagging all over the road. Yes. This team stinks, but they're going to be good in the future. I, I mean, I, I appreciate you staying up with us, Rocky. I really do. I believe Aaron Rodgers will play in another conference championship game before he retires. You're all over the place. I am all over the place. I just you, don't know you, where it's going to be. Earlier in the show, you said that like he was done. You're never going to go anywhere with Aaron Rodgers. That led me and Tausch to saying that you didn't want him back. No, I said what I've said is is that I don't know, and that that seemed to bother you. But whatever it happens, whatever happens, you're Homer, you always know. You always no, have something no. strong. Again, I, no, I defend here's you. What I think. Homer, I he's going to have you. another good year. I don't know that it's going to Green Bay in Green Bay. I don't sure. know how long you wait in order to get it in Green Bay. I, I've said this for years, Homer, because people, oh, that Homer, he just makes things up. No, Homer does not make anything up. He always says as he feels. I will defend you to the death on that. But very rarely do you not know. Very, very rarely do you not have an opinion one way or the other. That's correct. Well, I have. I had some. I want. I want Barry fired by tomorrow. Yep. Okay. And the discussion we've had. It, Tausch brought it up, but I do have to give more serious thought about about Lafleur. I've said for how many years that the Rogers is going to be Steve Young and Lafleur is going to be Mariucci, and they're never going to make it as far as you want. But, but I. I, just with the discussion of what you guys brought up, I mean, I, it's the first thought I had of LaFleur may not be the answer. It's very They're possible. not going to fire him because no. they gave him the contract. But it's like, as much as you say nothing's going to happen with Rodgers, it's the first time I thought maybe nothing's going to happen with LaFleur. Like he came in with what was here and Rodgers in his prime and Devontae Adams and whatever, and he's, he's, he's an okay. But for a guy that was supposed to be an offensive guy – this was a horrible year. Dropped off majorly. Right. One final call to get to, and then a couple other things we have to touch on. Paul and Madison, you're on Green Bay Game Day post game. Okay, I, I swear, Homer, I was going to talk Mariucci even before you just mentioned it. To me, the lingering image, and forget Rodgers for a second, the lingering image of this game is Matt LaFleur in the, what, five minutes to go or something of the fourth quarter of the final game in the season, pleading with his player to be smart. I think it was Quay Walker. I mean, yeah. I'm sorry. You, your job months and years in advance of that is to make sure things like that never happen. So my question to you, Homer, but, 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 was Paul, hold be, on, hold up, hold up, Paul. Don't you, I mean, you, fine. LaFleur deserves some of the blame for that, sure. When somebody does something yeah. that stupid, like, he's a professional athlete. Like he's the one who's responsible for his own action at that point. I, it's of something course. we do. I'm not, excuse, I'm not excusing him, except I'm simply going to point out We've now had, this was in essence a playoff game. We've had four games that have ended the seasons in Matt LaFleur's time. Boat race by the 49ers, total mess up in a variety of ways against Tampa Bay with home field. Uh, horrible offense last year and special teams as well. And then what you saw from the offense tonight. And I think there's a pattern here. And my question was going to be to Homer. Andy Reid failed from the standpoint of postseason for years and years and years, but he kept winning. They kept winning. And finally he got over the, he got to the Super Bowl with the Eagles, but he finally got over the hump in Kansas city. Is there any chance LaFleur is that, or I tend to think 
it's much more likely that he is Mariucci, and who, by the way, didn't coach much longer than a couple of years with Steve Young. And I, I just don't – I think for the future of the franchise, it's not – the question about Rodgers is not immaterial, but pretty unimportant compared to the question about LaFleur. And I was willing to give him credit. I said to you I wasn't going to be devastated if they lost tonight. I thought there was a decent chance they would because they're going to get they get clobbered next week. San Francisco is so much better, even with Brock Purdy, me at quarterback. They're so much better than the Packers. They would be a route. Another two or three touchdown embarrassment to Shannon. And I just don't think this guy – I don't know what to say other than I don't think he's got it, Homer. I don't think he's no, got I'll it. No, I'll join He's too soft. He's just – that's what it is. And uh, I think the people close to him, but the people who have competed against him – Know that? Uh, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. That uh, you wonder about that because he's an offensive guy, and what happened this year is the kind of thing you. But but I think the people that are around have competed against him. Um, he's soft. His teams are going to be soft, and he hasn't figured that out to know that you have someone have to have someone else. I think the view of uh, of Andy Reid has always been a very positive one about his creativity offensively in different areas. But no, he's not Andy Reid, and I think How that. His career is going to get worse, not better. The highlight of his career will be three straight 13-win seasons. And now you keep failing in first and goal from the five and third and one and four. You know, they were the worst team in the league inside the 10-yard line. Mm-hmm. I mean, engage right. They don't have talent, but you have a great quarterback. You're supposed to have a great – I don't know. I have to go back and look and see if Andy Reid ever had runs like that. And I just think it's doubtful, but I don't think Andy Reid ever had bad weapons like this. That could be, yeah. And, and again, I think that's anyway, where it stands yeah, that, out. That's where I think it stands out the most is in the red zone, where you guys have, you know, again, the windows become just so small. So the the talent that you need to just create those tiny little openings ends up right. making a huge difference. Uh, Paul, the minute, the minute they said. Go ahead. I was just going to say, you've been a loyal listener, loyal caller all season long. We always appreciate your calls here on Green Bay Game Day postgame. Happy to. See you next year. All right, we got to get to a couple of different things. Quickly, Drive of the Game presented by Boucher Automotive Group. They ride with you every mile. Visit them today, Boucher.com. Drive of the Game, Homer. When Rodgers threw a second terrible interception. Uh, the first one didn't count. I know, but he did it the first time. Yep. And whatever happened the first time, you would have thought he would have thought maybe I got to redo something so that that guy's back there because he did it twice. Yeah. Uh, apparently, as Jason said, on the second interception, the one that actually counted, somebody fell down, Tunyon fell down, that was supposed to hold the safety, and because he fell down, safety was able to go over and make the play. There's always something. Always is something. He's always got an excuse for everything. Uh, I will say the final defense, because, again, familiar story, defense gets stopped except when they need to especially at the end of the game, that's the drive. And your difference-making player of the game brought to you by Annex Wealth Management. Know the difference. Start at AnnexWealth.com. Difference-making player of the game. You're right, because they could have held him to a field goal and it would have been tied. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, So what was it? Difference-making player of the game. Uh, The difference-Aaron Rodgers, because it wasn't Aaron Rodgers. It was a different Rodgers. And you still carry on, and he can forget all those amazing plays he made so many times. And um, it may be that uh, that he didn't have one. There could be a ton of reasons for it, but there was no benefit to having Aaron Rodgers uh, on I, on the field. I will say Aaron Jones just because that fumble, I think, was very costly. 
something we didn't get to at all in this game. Because um, obviously there's a lot of big, bigger stories going yep, on with the, the Packers going lose forward. The turnovers by but, two. Yeah, and it felt like they could if if they punched that ball in at the end of the first half. It's a lot different second half for Detroit. You don't get some of the trickeration. I think it's easier for them to quit. You allowed that team to hang around. You allowed that team to have a belief, and that's when that became dangerous in the second half. Big thanks to Mark Tosher. Big thanks to Max Meyerson, who has done a great job all season long in all of our team here at uh, the Tundra Trio Radio Network. Um, again, disappointing. Didn't end the way we wanted to, but still plenty of coverage on ESPN Wisconsin, ESPN Milwaukee tomorrow. Uh, if you are looking for more Packers coverage, uh, I guess that's later today because it is 1.15 in the a.m. Homer, always a pleasure working with you, pal. Always. This sucked, though. It I, sucks. I, yeah, no, it I mean, sucks. Yeah, it was such an incredible tease. Like I didn't think I would have picked San Francisco to kill him. Yep, uh, we never bought in that this this team. But but <sighs> making the playoffs, there's something to be said to make the playoffs from where they were. Right, and when they came, understanding the team and going, hey, this proved again that Rodgers can have that amazing ability in the regular season, maybe if not in the playoffs. And instead, it is the worst when you think back of all the options with losses where you could have seen Jordan, you could have seen different things. You got nothing. All you got was this insane tease. And I won't bring up a girl in high school again. So I'll just move on. <laughs> He's Omar. I'm Gabe. This is Ben Green, Bay Game Day Post Game. When you open a crisp, cold Bud Light, you know Game Day. 